0: All right, all right, all right. You're listening to the We're Talking Football podcast. I'm Weston. With me as always, my right-hand man, Lou. Lou, tonight we dive a little further um, into our second episode covering the NFL free agency period. This evening we're going to focus in on the AFC and NFC North teams. But this is another special edition for us here at the We're Talking Football. We are joined by two guests this evening. From the Keeping Up With The BS podcast, co-host Scott and Ben were kind enough to jump in here and discuss their respective teams. So, fellas, keep me honest here. For our audience that have have yet to to meet you, Mm -hmm. Scott, your heart belongs to the Dog Pound in Cleveland, to those brownies. And, Ben, your passion resides somewhere on the 50-yard line of Soldier Field and the Bears. For now. For now. (laughs) For now. But In all seriousness, because I'm going to take jabs at both of you all evening, we do appreciate you joining us um, we hope you have fun with us this evening, and we very much value and look forward to your input on, on your respective teams. We will get to it in just a moment. But, again, first and foremost, sincerely appreciate you taking the time for us this evening.
1: Thanks for having us. These are exciting times.
0: <laughs> Love it. Love it. Pleasure is ours. All right. It's, it's a little mine, too, but, yeah, it's more yours. <laughs> All right, curveball for the evening, two of them. Relevant term, right? Baseball just came uh, to an agreement. So here we go. A little, bit of, a, a little bit of that 12-6 to 6 hook. Snap it. So the, mo- the most widely discussed topic up until about three hours ago mm-hmm. was the trade between the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver Broncos and the Broncos acquiring Russell Wilson. So I'm going to ask, and Ben, I'll start with you. I'm going to okay. ask you to give me just a minute on your sentiment about this trade.
1: A minute on Russell Wilson. Where do we even begin? Um, Shout out to Pete Carroll for turning our trade down last year. You know, you could have had the next guy that we're going to discuss because this happened today. Hurt me very immensely. But, you know, Russell Wilson in Denver, I like the sight of it. It takes me back to Peyton Manning beating them. Um, No, JK, that was the other way around. I don't remember what I was doing during that Super Bowl. But I'm pretty sure he's the first quarterback to start for a team that he's beaten in the Super Bowl. Am I correct?
2: Mm. We don't have I
1: a, think that might be a thing we don't, we
0: don't, I don't we have that guy. he took yeah. off this evening okay, that's but I'm will. just going to go with yes
1: I'll, I will expect the YouTube fact checkers to check that for me and circle back to me you can reach me at hashtag please be nice to Ben Day um, the, we'll, we'll talk about that hashtag in a little bit but I do like Russell Wilson in Denver I think he's got a better chance out west there than he did further west in Seattle because that team is just going downhill faster than um, my team
0: they are. That's a fact, and we'll talk it about a that in a bit. Scott, give me a minute. Oh, man. Uh, you
3: know, it was a good run for the Legion of Boom. Uh, final pieces gone, Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner gone. Um, they're in full rebuild mode, so might as well uh, get some capital. I think Seattle uh, got a good amount of capital. Um, what they do with that capital, you know, is up to them. So good luck to the GM. Hopefully he doesn't get fired because his job will depend. Yeah on um, What he does with the capital, um, and I think I speak for three of us right here. Man, I'm glad I don't play in the AFC West. Like what a division! I <laughs> to play Russell, Russell Wilson, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, uh, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert. Like oh wow, what what a division! Uh, gonna gonna be some awesome games in that division. Uh, but I'm glad that uh, we don't have to take uh, six games out of my schedule for that division to play in. So. Rest yeah. in peace to all those opponents in the AFC West.
0: Yeah. All right, Lou. This uh, is your real, moment. This is your division. I'll give you, I'll give you 45 seconds.
2: Two things. Uh, when I first got the news, a lot of emotions these last two days. First, when Aaron Rodgers was staying in Green Bay, I was like, yes, because obviously everyone knows that he was being linked to Denver Broncos. So I'm like, Whoo I was talking shit you know, on Twitter uh, to all Bron- you know, Donkey fans. <laughs> Uh, and then this, you know, you know, unfolded. And I was like, "Oh shit, Chargers!" Almost like from the water boy, we suck again. So uh, <laughs> that it, it was hard, you know. Uh, and the reason being is because when we covered this, uh, you know, over over the season, the Broncos always have the Chargers number. Like, uh, you know, they're like literally the Chargers are like five and eleven against the Broncos last sixteen, and that's with quarterbacks of Teddy Bridgewater and uh, you know Drew Locke. So now they're getting Russell Wilson. I thought, uh, I'm like, this is this is not good. Uh, I was not happy with that. And rumors are that Carroll's going to trade those two first-round picks for a safety. So I'll uh, be in the lookout for that.
0: Like <laughs> you do. All right, I'm going to return the favor for you. So you all see that banner behind me, right? So good fucking riddance, Russell Wilson. You've been a thorn in my ass for the last <laughs> 10 goddamn years. But kudos to you because you are a winner. You might be the corniest man to grace the NFL, but you are a winner. And you're going to what now could probably be argued as the best division in football and leaving at one time was argued as the best division in football, but nobody is more excited to see this man go. than I trust me. Um, I do honestly think Denver gave up like, listen, I know it's the quarterback's most important position in the world um we started this season we we go through like our top 10 by position both of us had russell wilson as our third best quarterback in the nfl but a lot of that's about reluctantly like,
2: though reluctantly
0: reluctantly like a lot of that's about winning more than it is
2: like statistics
0: and things uh, of that nature but i made this point to lou cautionary tale here russell made his bones by never missing a football game since he was the starter of that team this year That body finally broke a little bit on him. And I'm old enough to tell you that once the body breaks once, it breaks a lot and it breaks consistently, especially in a contact sport, especially in that division where you're bringing other people in to go hammer and murder the quarterback, which we'll talk about in a second. But again, bye, Russell. Nobody wants to see the the 12th man crumble down to the 10th man just like, like I do. So that brings me to my next point. I didn't even have this in my notes because this shit happened so fast, and I had prepared for the show before we even started the show. Ben, I'm gonna bring it back to you. Pain. Cry me a river, brother. What just happened here with Khalil Mack going to the the <sighs> Los on, on. Angeles Chargers?
2: Hold on, Ben. Yeah, you keep on going. I just got something. I just got to change something. Hold on one second. Go for
1: it. You can you can go. Oh, I can go. Um, first before anything, I would just like to congratulate the. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay,
0: that's. I'm <laughs> I, I not agree to this for the record prior to this conversation (laughs)
1: that's fair that's fair i would just like to point out that the broncos and now the chargers have made reactionary moves to the kansas city chiefs bringing home the pride and joy of matt nagy (laughs) i would just like to point that out matt nagy
0: ben your internet bro oh
2: ben ben's frozen well, he's frozen because, I mean, we don't know what's really going on with Ben right now. He's probably extremely sad. I'll take over for him. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm just a little, as a Chargers fan, I'm just a little bit excited, uh, to be honest with you. You have to temper your expectations. Um, I will say uh, this was I a I can't great... take
0: you seriously right now, dude. Okay, okay. All right. So,
2: <laughs> all can I decide? As a Chargers fan, I'm extremely excited. Uh, it does so many different things for, for the LA Chargers. Uh, it improves their run game. I mean, their, their run defense. Uh, it, it basically not only does it do that, it, it it possibly gives them the best pass rushing duo in the NFL. So I'm a firm believer that, you know, in order to take away these quarterbacks in the AFC West, that are very mobile, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you needed that athleticism on the on the on the outside and kudos to the Chargers for once finally you know being aggressive in a move like this uh, when I first saw the you know uh, the news my knee-jerk reaction was like shit there goes our 17th pick and there probably goes our third round pick too and then when I saw that we gave up uh, less uh, than what the Rams gave for von Miller during only for half a season which was a second and fourth we gave a second and a sixth uh, I was extremely exa- excited, and I realized it wasn't going to hamper the Chargers. So uh, the West is insane. It's a wild, wild West, man.
0: Yep. All right, Ben, we'll come back to you, dude. We, we, did a, yes. we made an Ryan editor's Poles decision it to buy confirmed. you
2: some time.
1: Uh, yes, that or Ryan polls is – I cannot confirm or deny. He's outside my apartment right now trying to sabotage my internet. But, you know, it was painful at first. You know, I just gotten baseball back. And then 20 minutes later, someone calls me and they go, did you just see what happened to Khalil Mack? I go, what? What happened? I'm thinking like he tore a ligament or something. No, he got traded. And I'm like, you know what? This sucks. This absolutely sucks. So I sat on that. And I'm like, I'll just wait and see what happens with the contract. And I feel like at this point, you know, we weren't going to win anything. We're not winning a Super Bowl in 2022, even if Khalil Mack is in his prime. We're not winning a Super Bowl next year. You know, we were a six-win team this year. He had the surgery the end of the season this year. Um, That helped Robert Quinn take off. I am going to break the news right now that Robert Quinn's probably going to get traded next. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, He just had an 18-and-a-half sack season. Makes sense to move that contract too. This is where we're at in Chicago. You know, when you have a quarterback like Justin Fields, hopefully, knock on wood, this is the guy finally after so many years of pain at the quarterback position. This is our guy. We need to build an offense that's going to be suited to fit his his play, basically. Because, you know, Ryan Poles helped build that offense that they have in Kansas City, you know, and that worked out pretty well for them. I wish it would have worked out well for us, but we had Mitch um, and Matt. Yeah, now we cool. have Matt and Ryan again. But, you know, you can't – lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place, so it's not going to be bad this time. I've just accepted that.
0: Well – I I have to agree with you that I think Justin Fields is the guy right and I I think right now what you're doing right now is we all know that teams in the NFL win with more often than not with quarterbacks under rookie contract because it gives you so much more flexibility on your salary cap and that's what they're doing right like hey it's a it's a change of guard new coach new GM new quarterback like new faces all around that's what it means I mean like
1: even the Chargers as an example like you were able to go get that contract because you still got Justin Herbert playing yep. on that contract. You have to this maximize what you that window. Do. You got to maximize
0: yep. that five-year window. Um, yep. it's, is, it's really like four years because you can extend it out. But, Scott, you and I don't have any skin in this game whatsoever. But give me your thoughts on that, that Mac trade. Uh,
3: I uh, I have one question, and I, I just need a yes or no, very simple question. Uh, was that move uh, a reaction move because Aaron Rodgers came back to Green Bay? Like, it – Aaron Rodgers retires or goes to Denver, does Khalil Mack get traded?
0: Yes, that's my opinion. Because I still yes. don't think Chicago, regardless who the quarterback is in Green Bay, I still don't think Chicago is competing. And I think what I like about this new regime is I think they're very aware of that. And there's a lot to be said yeah. for like awareness. Right? Yeah. I still think so. I still. Think that's how I, we I got the Robert Quinn contract. that was bad would,
1: last year.
3: If they um, would uh, try and um, win the division, because that. That division uh, without Aaron Rodgers, I feel like is kind of up for grabs. So I don't know if Chicago stays more competitive um, and tries to, you know, be the be the mediocre guy, the you know, win the division, you know, at nine and eight and get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, or you know, go we ahead and not to the, try North back the
0: and you know yeah.
3: try to make it a Super Bowl run.
0: So, I just, fair, fair I enough. agree, I agree with Ben. I just don't think they're there yet, and and yeah. I think you do more harm than good if you do waddle into the playoffs at nine and eight, you know what yep. I mean? Or, or something along those lines and you win your division, because like, what, what are teams that you're seeing that are being successful? Where do they build a little bit in free agency, a lot in the draft, younger, cheaper, find a diamond in the rough. Yep. It comes hard to find that diamond in the rough when you're picking in the middle of the pack, right? Like some of these new regimes, there's more value to them to be like, I'd rather be, po-. honestly, if you were to ask this coach right now in public and, and the GM back, like, you want to pick in the top 10 next year? Or do you want to waddle into the playoffs and lose in the first round? And they'll say, I want to pick in the top 10. Do you know? Like, that's literally, I think, what their response would be. If if I was a GM, that would be my response because that's where I'm going to hang my hat on my future is what does my top 10 pick look like? What's my top five pick? That's why all these guys draft quarterbacks so early regardless if they're good or not because that's where they hang their hat and that's what their career literally hangs on. So, But I think it's a fair question, Scott, but I'll take it a step further for you. Do I think this move is reactionary? I 100% do. I think it's reactionary on behalf of the Chargers saying, holy shit, now Russell Wilson is in this division too? Yeah. How do you how do you stymie a good passing game? You bolster your pass rush.
2: Yep. I'm actually going to say it's not reactionary, and the reason being is because I'm going to loan Wolf Because you're just the devil's advocate. Well, well no. Yeah, 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 I'm going to loan Wolf it. Ooh. <laughs> so the reason why I don't think it's a reactionary, I actually heard rumblings last year during the trade deadline that the Chargers have been, were reaching out to the Bears about Khalil Matt. Obviously, Bruce uh, uh, Staley has a connection with Khalil Matt. So if they were flirting last year, do you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like it you know, started last year, and I know it picked up crazy quick today, and it's reactionary from the Chargers, like you said, Weston, because of Russell Wilson joined the AFC West.
0: So if it wasn't like an instant reaction, like knee-jerk right, would be the, the NFL uh, ter- terminology there, it heightened the urgency to get this done, right? At the very least, it was like, yep. yo, we need to pull this. If it's not Khalil, like, we're going to scramble. We got to find somebody else. And, and, Lou, you and I will talk about this when we get into the West. Um, tonight is about the North. Tonight is about Ben. Tonight is about Scott. And it's about you and I filling in the gaps. But I appreciate you, you all indulging me <laughs> and kind of going through those, those, those hooks right there. But before we actually dive into the free agency piece, just want to highlight the rules of engagement for everybody and listeners as well we're going to begin with the AFC North. Did I say that? Yeah. AFC North Mm -hmm. go to the NFC North for each team. We're going to highlight cap space. Like this is kind of like the, the flow, right. And you'll get it from Lou, but it's like, Hey, cap space where they sit right now, we're going to talk about positions of need, some important free agents, potential cap casualties. And then at like the highest level, like who are some free agents they might scratch the surface on knowing that we're going through eight teams. Like, we don't tend to rattle off like the statistics of every single like free agent, but Fair this enough. is your guys' time. Whatever you prepared, you could go through. I won't take it away from you, but prepare for us to chime in on you. And we expect you to do the same for us. So absolutely. Lou, starting in the AFC North, I have on my list here, you starting with the Baltimore Ravens. Are you prepared to do that?
2: That is correct. Yes. Okay. That answer so- is correct. <laughs> So yes, uh, Baltimore Ravens. uh, They have a cap space of 15.6 million dollars, which ranks them roughly around the middle of the pack, the 17th in the NFL. Uh, Their top needs is offensive line, in particular. I'm going to say guard and right tackle. They gave up 57 sacks last year, which ranks second worst in the in the league. So they they had to do something to bolster that offensive line. uh, And speaking on the offensive line, they really this is weird because the Ravens team you always think about the trenches are you know. are are really important to them, but their defensive line is pretty awful too. And they have a lot of needs there. I'm talking about nose tackle, defensive tackle, defensive end. Uh, this is not, the Ravens are going through a change of guard in my opinion, and last but not least uh cornerback. Uh, that's definitely, I, I wouldn't say a need, but they do prioritize the cornerback position like we stated in the past over pass rushers. They love having, uh, you know, three really good cornerbacks and they're, they've lost some, uh, uh, we're going to talk about I'm going to talk about in a little bit. They lost some of their cornerback uh, uh, value there. So um, so priority for uh, free agents. I don't foresee them resigning a lot of their own because a lot of their free agents are really old and like long in the tooth. But that being said, you know, uh, and they need new blood on the defensive side of the ball. But, uh, you know, here are some of the free agents they currently have right now. Ah, uh, Sammy Watkins, twenty-eight year old wide receiver. By the way, I still can't believe he's only twenty-eight years old. I feel like he's been in the league for sixteen years. Wow. Um, Sammy Watkins, yeah, Sammy Watkins, two three nine three. You know, Scott, that's a perfect—that's yeah, a perfect segue. Yeah, his injury history and his poor play doesn't justify the uh, Baltimore Ravens bringing him back. So I don't see them re-sign him. Bradley Bozeman, now th- a twenty-seven year old center. This guy. Uh, I think he's gonna have a robust market, and they really should do a lot. Uh, the Ravens should do a lot to try to re-sign him because he was their bright spot on that Ravens poor pass protecting offensive line. He only gave up three sacks last year and a PFF grade of seventy three point three. So he, like I said, he really uh, he's gonna have a robust market. They need really to uh, sign him to a long-term deal. Brandon Williams, thirty-three-year-old nose tackle. You don't re-sign a thirty-three-year-old nose tackle. He's, he's just a run stuffer. One-dimensional. He was great, you know, for them, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when he was in his prime. But like I said, he's no longer in his prime. Calais Campbell, 35-year-old defensive uh, defensive end, age and injury uh, concerns are starting to mount up. Why I don't really see that foresee them bringing him back. Uh, to be honest with you, Justin Houston, 33-year-old edge rusher, uh, mediocre mediocre production, four and a half sacks. Plus, they they have the apparent heir right behind Justin Houston in the uber athletic Odafio way. Who really flashed? I felt like last year.
0: Can we call um, him by the name that he was going until he got into the NFL? It's Jason Owe, and then all of a sudden, like mid-season, it was just like, oh, I changed my name. I'm like, you could do that when you're in the NFL. Like you could, yeah. That that was like
3: it. the weirdest thing ever. I was like, who?
0: Yeah, I was like, who's Adobe <gasps> Owe? not I, I remember Jason Oway running a
2: four four forty at like the combine <laughs> one day, but. <laughs> don't be no, a dick, sense. Weston. Don't, what do you, don't you call him Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Or do you call him by his government name? I mean, But
1: yeah, what was the like... hand size?
2: <laughs> yeah. Most yeah, Americans should know. Yeah. Uh, so two more I bigger have than Kenny Pickett's. <laughs> Deshaun Elliott, twenty-four-year-old safety. He has limited production. He's good for depth, so they might bring him back. He won't break the bank. And last but not least, Jimmy Smith, thirty-three-year-old cornerback. Really shouldn't be in the business of signing a thirty-three-year-old cornerback, even though he did provide them value over the last couple of years. I was shocked they brought him back last year because his age.
1: All right, who you pop- cutting?
2: Yeah, some possible cap casualties. They need to get Lamar into contract. This is. No, I was you know, going to
1: say, what's getting held up with that? This, We're going into is, year four.
2: Well, what's getting held up with that? Lamar is doesn't have an agent. And he's doing mm. these negotiations on himself, and he's There's trying memories. to you know maximize his value. Yeah, right. <laughs> his
1: his, his mom is his agent.
2: Exactly, exactly. Bad so um, they're going to have to restructure uh, Ronnie Stanley and I think the Mark Andrews deal uh, yeah. to really open up. Because when we're talking about that $15.6 million, they still have to sign a whole draft class too. And by the way, guys, it's another rule. We do not talk about the draft, but I will talk about the draft. So just <laughs> If you're
0: going to talk about the draft, you have to preface it with we're not talking about the draft. That's a it's little that's weird, fair, just by the it's way. <laughs> we
1: don't talk well, about so- the draft. Hashtag <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> no, we don't talk about the draft. Yeah. Um, so recently, they've had some. Uh, the Ravens had some uh, news in the uh, this past week with some uh, aqu- uh, not acquisitions, but they lost some players. Andrew Villanueva, thirty-three-year-old tackle, uh, he retired. That saved him about six million dollars in cap space. Uh, they cut Tavon Young, twenty-seven-year-old safety. Uh, he was a solid starter, but they saved five point eight million dollars in cap space. I also can see them looking to part ways with Marcus Peters. I'm a firm believer that you, you get rid of a player a year earlier than you know, a year late. He's 29 years old. Uh, I know he's good and all, but he's a ball Hawk, but you can save $10 million by walking away from, him. and this is where they are in the, if we were talking about the draft, which we're not, but where they are in the draft spot, they could possibly get a, a guy to replace him. So that's for uh possible cap casualties. <clears throat> Free agent targets, even though Baltimore really doesn't have a ton of money, I do expect them to make some solid moves and perhaps like a one big splash. Uh, let's look through the defensive line, some pass rushers. They love bringing in veterans along the defensive uh, defensive line. I could actually see them targeting players like Chandler Jones, but if that gets too steep, maybe lesser options like Akeem Hicks, Randy okay. Gregory, and Emmanuel Ogba, who's coming off back-to-back nine-sack seasons. Those are some uh, – uh, edge or rush or pass rushers they can actually target if they're looking to try to replace Brandon Williams some of the guys that kick the tires on B.J. Hill Sebastian okay. Joseph Day Daquan Jones mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do this <clears throat> Folu Runsu Fatsukasi from the Jets Great. Uh, he's a good from the Jets. Run, he, yeah Great he's a, yeah he, he's a uh, he, he's a good uh, run stuffer too football guy yeah yeah guy. cornerbacks. uh, Baltimore always puts an emphasis, like I said, on that back end, that defense uh, with the departure of Jimmy Smith. Maybe they look uh, to get away from Marcus Peters, but they're going to, I feel like they're going to kind of steal what the Bengals did and get more value signings in the back end. Uh, maybe Darius Williams, Steven Nelson, albeit he doesn't really probably fit their scheme too much and more because he's more of his own cornerback, but Bryce Callahan and Rasul Douglas are all guys I think that would fit in that mold, what they're looking for, and
0: Rasul <clears throat> will fit right in in Baltimore. Dude. I really just think the guy that, off the scrap heap that just continues the ball. Left get him right. out of my division. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> get him out of here. Get them all out of here. <laughs> well, we've been talking Not about the, team.
2: yeah, we've been talking about the AFC West, right? So there's another player. I feel like I'm from the AFC West can probably go to the North. Uh, Tyrone Matthew uh, is another name to watch out. They love those veteran defenders, like I said, and he provides yeah. flexibility as safety and slot cornerback. Think of the versatility that they love. They had Reed. They had. They brought in uh, Weddle, uh, Deion Sanders. I mean, I know that's a stretch, but they they did. They did. These are the type of. Uh, this is an organization that covets versatility in the back end. An offensive line, they're probably going to be in the mark of some value offensive linemen like James Daniels. Andrew Norwell, uh, Alex Kappa, Mark Lewinsky. Those are the type of people. Uh, I feel like those all, they just fit the Baltimore mold right there to improve that uh, that pass and, uh, pass and uh, rush, uh, rushing offense there.
0: It, it, it's funny because I, I see, like, as you're talking to this, Lou, like Scott's got a little bit of a smirk to him, and I know that smirk is like, These ain't your daddy's Baltimore Ravens anymore. They're a little (laughs) bit different, man. They're a little bit different. They're old. And they're They're really ducks, that's for sure. For real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's blood in the water, dude. And these these bangles, these brownies, like they smell that shit. Like, think about it. They who's smell Lamar's this? shit. Yeah, for I mean, and it probably smells way better than mine because it's Lamar Jackson. Um, but what I'm what I'm saying is like, think about Scott. You've been in this division forever, right? Like, who's been the who's been the the bell of the ball? It's either Pittsburgh uh, or Baltimore uh, for how long, right? And these teams are nice. limping in into 2022 that's in some capacity, so. True. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. And after you heard Lou's like rundown and how we go through, you feeling good to talk about your talk about the dog pound and your brownies for a little bit?
3: Oh, oh, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to make a couple comments about the Ravens though. Um, they, they know what they're doing. They're a very well-run organization um, So, whatever moves they do make uh, no matter what names are out of that building uh, they're still going to be competitive and Uh, They still have Lamar Jackson playing quarterbacks. So uh, I will still respect them Um, as a football team, as an organization. uh, I think they're scumbags. They stole my football team out of Cleveland. Uh, They fired Bill Belichick, by the way. It wasn't the Browns. Uh, Everyone gets that confused, like, oh, the Browns had Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, and they fired Bill Belichick. No, they moved the team. Art Modell moved the team to Baltimore, and then he fired Bill Belichick. It wasn't the Browns that fired Bill Belichick. So – that that that's how I, I gotta get that off my chest. A lot of people like to ask me the question, do I hate the Steelers or the Ravens more? I hate the Ravens more. I yeah. I, I don't care like about the, the Ravens Steelers. are the Browns. Like they yeah, literally exactly, were the Browns. Like neither yeah, wins win the Super Bowl. Like that was those you know, Art Modell's team that he moved out of out of Cleveland, like it's sickening. Um but on a more positive note, you know, we go into the 2022 Cleveland Browns, which, you know, the expectation level coming into 2021, you know, Super Bowl contender, you know, we we were up there. Like we were everyone was feeling us. We had, we had Vegas feeling us. We had the whole yeah. league feeling, you know, what we came off of, you know, taking Kansas City in the divisional round of that last uh Chad Henney, third and 15 still a there's about it. Chad, um, Chad Henney, third and 15.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Chad
3: Henney, out of, out of Michigan. It, it hurts even more as a Buckeye fan. Um, you know, then they go out and get nine new starters on defense, have a great draft, um, really swung in free agency, John Johnson, um, Troy Hill last year, Clowney. Uh, so expectations were so high, and everyone kind of knows how the season went. We don't have to – relive it but coming into this offseason with a lot of positivity uh 28 million in cap space ranks 11th in the league um and I think everyone knows our top need is a wide receiver our wide receiver room and then our defensive line um at the tackle spot and the end spot uh Clowney is going to test the waters um he wants wants some money but I think he's going to give the Browns an opportunity to match at the end of it. So hopefully the market isn't too hot for him. We'd really like to keep him. I think he kind of found his rhythm being a number two pass rusher next to Miles Garrett, uh, nine sacks, uh, hit his incentive bonus last year. So he got, he got a nice payday. And he said that uh, he, he liked being in Cleveland and he loves the fans and wants to play here, but obviously Clowney's a businessman. He likes to get paid. I don't blame him. So go ahead and, you know, test the waters. Um, we do need some defensive back debt. Um, Greedy Williams as a number, number two, number three corner uh, for us. You know, he's got nerve damage in his shoulder. Uh, so I can't trust him to be healthy for uh, 17 games. Greg Newsom um, is out there uh, as our number one corner uh, or number two right behind Denzel, uh, which we need to pay this man. Pay him, like, tomorrow. By the time this drops on YouTube, he should be paid. Probably won't be, (laughs) but he should be. Um, uh, Let's see. uh, Other free agents on our team. David Njoku recently just got the franchise tag. Um, There's supposed to be a long-term deal in the works there. Um, DeErnest Johnson isn't talked about, but in our running back room with Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb, we really – like don't need to Ernest Johnson, but to me, we need to Ernest Johnson. Like Nick Chubb was, um, you know, limping limping around sometimes this year. Kareem Hunt missed about half our games, probably even more if I had to count. Um, So, Ernest Johnson, he needs to be re-signed, and uh, I expect that to get done as well. Uh, With our cap casualties, we got got a lot of them. And uh, unfortunately, by the time that this video posts, Jarvis Landry is probably going to be cut. I was hearing uh, Friday uh, by Friday um, that there was gonna be a move made on Jarvis uh, asked that's, almost,
0: fifth, that's almost 15 million dude for Jarvis
3: yeah it's wow. it's a 1.5 dead
2: cap if they move on for him and yeah. his two years, 16. Two, years two years too late if you ask me uh, I, I'm not a Landry fan I thought they should have cut him last year because he was a big cap hit, and they could have saved money last year I thought.
3: Yeah, there, there's, you know, Jarvis gets paid. Jarvis was paid on past production, not future production. Um, yeah. and he's kind of the heart and soul of, the, of that locker room. Um, obviously we all saw the hard knock speech and what he's meant to that receiver locker room and really just the team in general and a big part of the city. So I think, uh, I think cutting him this year is probably the right idea. Uh, but that mean that just means we need wide receivers. Um, Austin Hooper also has a big cap hit, uh, but it looks like uh, Stefanski is going to keep him and run a three tight end set (laughs) again. Um, So, uh, Mr. You know, Austin Hooper actually leads the NFL and uh, falls after the catch. Um, new stat. Um, that's a good um, stat. Yeah, yeah, fall, Falling after catch, he, lead, he leads the league.
2: I've never that's, seen a, that's guy... a new P- that's a new PF stat. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it, it, it.
3: rolled out this year on the next gen stats. Uh, falling after. I
1: each.
2: like. That. I've
3: never seen a guy who just catches the ball and just falls flat on his face.
1: What's yards after catch? It, it, doesn't
3: exist. Catch and fall on the ground. It's it's honestly incredible. It's it's impressive because I think he has to try to do it. It's unbelievable football. to watch. Yeah. Uh Case Keenum also has a big cap hit. Uh believe 8.4 million. Um he's got a $1 million roster bonus here on March 20th. So unless it's uh unless there's a move made before the the 20th, you're not gonna pay him a million dollars and then then cut him. Um sure. he's gonna cut more on the on the cap. Um free agency targets. Man, last year the Browns came out and andrew berry doesn't say anything in any press conference um it's mm-hmm. honestly incredible but so frustrating as a fan because he's so intelligent and knows how to maneuver around questions so you kind of have to like read between the lines with him um, so i have no idea what he's going to actually do in free agency but there's reports coming out that they want to take a swing at amari cooper they were going to swing at mike williams they were going to swing at chris Godwin. but the market has kind of shrunk a little bit um so we're kind of looking at uh, if they want, if they want the the number one in free agency, Amari Cooper's there. Uh, I don't see them taking a swing at him, but. They'll, they'll check in on the contract, but I just think it's Mm -hmm. too rich. If You're not going to pay Jarvis Landry, 16 million. I don't think that they're going to go out and pay Amari Cooper, 16 million. So I kind of look at that mid tier wide receivers for the Browns, uh, going after like the Cedric Wilson's, the Christian Kirk's, uh, I think DJ Chark would be huge in the system. Uh, those are, those are kind of the guys that I'm looking in the wide receiver core. Um, when you flip over to the defensive uh, side of the ball, um, Obviously, Clowney is probably their number one target. Um, and then I look at a guy like Emmanuel Ogba, actually. You know, the Browns drafted him. He played in Cleveland for a couple of years, coming off a couple of good seasons. We never actually used Ogba in a way that he would succeed because the guy's like six four, six five, and just had naturally raw talent. I think we took him in the second round. Like, he was, was a pretty significantly high pick um, that we used on Ogba, but we never really gave him the opportunity to um, – Succeed in like a starting role, and that's when you know he went out. We traded him to Kansas City, and he he was decent there. But then he really has been shining in Miami, and I'd like to bring him back. Um, I think they're looking veteran defensive end, and then uh, you know we don't talk about the draft, but you know take a pass rusher in the second round and develop behind a guy like Miles Garrett. Um, the, but that's that's kind of what it looks like. Derek Barnett's also a wild card. Um, I think uh, there is some some buzz about the Browns potentially trading for him or looking at him in years back. So I kind of like put the two and two together on that one. And then, uh, I wouldn't be mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind if we took a swung back and brought, brought home good old Larry Ogunjobi, um, at the defensive tackle. Uh, we got Jordan Elliott third round pick from Mizzou a couple years ago, uh, third season. He should take a starting role. He can, and we took uh, Togi I out of Ohio state last year, late in the draft, played a little bit more of a rotational player. Um, Malik Jackson could come back on a one-year deal, um, and Shelton Richardson's also a guy that I'd look for uh, making another reunion after a year away from Cleveland. But that's uh, that's my free agency uh, recap of what I think the Browns could do. But Andrew Barry's a lot smarter than me, and I'm just a casual fan, so I have no idea what he's going to do. I could be yeah. completely wrong.
0: I, I think. So you make a couple of good points here, Scott. Right? Like, I I think sometimes you know, like we're the the Monday morning quarterbacks, right? Like you should have done this, you should do this, right? But like these guys are far more intelligent than we are. There's a reason why they it's got hard. to where they are. So so once in a while, we just have to just like try to be like, I hope my guy has the best intentions here. But the other thing that I too, I have a question for you, but before a question, I have a statement. I agree with you on the whole the Ernest Johnson thing. Do you need him? I, I don't know if you need him, but I tell you this much. He is more valuable to you on your team than he is being somewhere else in the NFL playing for another team. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lou's yeah. been de- actively seeking that number, that that credible um, number, two, which is what he yeah. very much is in this NFL. And like, yeah. like you said, you, like – health of nick chubb like that's a big deal right like and it felt like when chubb was down like y'all didn't miss a beat you know what i mean like it it, when kareem hunt was down y'all didn't miss a beat and it's like do you spend them because he's going to want more money than he was being paid and he deserves more money than he was going to being paid but do you spend it as the insurance policy versus letting him i mean what happens if he ends up in the a- in the FC North and you have to face this guy somewhere? Right. Like that's like that's the chef's kiss. Like you don't want that to. Hey, 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 if you love happen.
2: him, if you love him, let him go. All right. If
0: it's come back, it was, I, they come back. It was meant to be.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think the Chargers would like actually be the perfect spot for Ernest, like as
2: well. Like I, I, I
0: think it's a match
2: made in heaven. He's on he's on he's high on my board. I would Which say, means
0: but. you sh- why you sh- part of this business is not letting those things happen too, right? Yep, like exactly. You know, and then okay, he sits Good another question. year. Do you, do you flip that next year. You know what I mean? Like can you flip that into a draft pick if you have him in a, yep. on a two-year deal. Maybe it's a maybe it's a fourth, a fifth, whatever it is. Get something in I'm a big believer in the Get something for someone, whatever it is, versus yep. just letting them walk. And when we're talking about a, a, your third string running back, like it's not like he's commanding four, five, six, seven million dollars a year. Yep. Like he knows that's not the market. And like you have the cap space. So you have to play that. This is when it becomes chess, not checkers, right? Like the NFL. My question to you let's address this. I know it's coming. Is Baker Mayfield uh, the fucking guy you. or
3: what? I man. noticed he didn't talk Baker about Baker. <laughs> Am I the first, first Browns fan in 2022 to talk about the Browns for seven minutes and not mention Baker Mayfield's name? I, yes, I, I think was, you are. Yeah,
0: I, I, I was literally about. looking like Dave Chappelle and his crackhead skin. Yeah, like, When's like, he going to give it to me? When's he going to say it?
2: They're so
3: addicted. Everyone's so addicted to talking about Baker.
2: Scott, I was confused. Uh, why would you cut, or why would you let Case Case Keenum go? He's your he's your starting quarterback.
3: Yeah, he ain't <laughs> my starting quarterback. Well,
2: oh, the way I, 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 I see people mask. on
1: Brown's Twitter be on the Mitch Trubisky train, it sounds like they're on the Trubisky train right
3: now. They they Is that are legit. On, here here's my problem with Brown's Twitter, and it's honestly the most toxic place on the planet like if you think you have like toxic ex-girlfriends like you should see brown's twitter like on sunday it is the most toxic place on this planet and it's so frustrating because there are fans that would rather just be right about baker mayfield than have the browns be good like yeah they they rooted for deshaun kaiser and kevin hogan colt mccoy and Bruce Gretkowski and Thad Lewis. And I can go down the whole list of of the quarterback jersey if you want to. But – Baker is – they, they want to be right about Baker. and Oh, you should have took this. You should have took Josh Allen. You should have taken Lamar. Like, first off, Lamar wasn't even in the conversation. He got passed off by every other person. They wanted Everybody him to play a wide
0: receiver guy. in the NFL. Nobody even wanted him he, to play exactly. quarterback. <laughs> like, and, and Sam Darnold
3: was also in the conversation. Uh, he's, he's not looking good. Um, yeah. Josh Rosen's out of the league. Uh, the only argument that you can make is Josh Allen, but uh, he was – Should have got Carson really Wentz same coach, same offensive coordinator for his first four years. And that's what Josh Allen needed. And he wasn't getting that in Cleveland. So we would have ruined him too. And the, the Baker drama is so intense that like it's, it's an everyday conversation. Like when I listen to ESPN Cleveland from nine to one every day, it's nothing but Baker talking, Baker, this, and Baker that. And it's so frustrating. Sometimes I have to turn it off and like mentally recoup, but, Here's the thing. Baker played last year with the Torn Label, and we can go on and on about how the Browns should have stepped in and said, you know, Baker, it's it best for you and best yeah. for our future to sit out. Like, please just, like, be on board with us. Because I'm not dogging the dude for for wanting to play. Like, because if he was like, oh, I don't want to play, we'd question if he, lo- he, he loves football or not. But Baker is – Baker's proven the moment that Odell got hurt like in that Cincinnati game, he completed every single pass except for one. He spiked the ball with like 30 seconds left. And then through the game winning touchdown to Donovan Pe- Peoples Jones with 13 seconds left. And then he proceeded to throw 20 touchdowns and two interceptions the rest of the season. Take us to the playoffs, go to Pittsburgh, win a playoff game. And then the next week followed up in Kansas City. And then we're talking about, oh, why didn't the Browns pay him? Why didn't the Browns pay him? He comes out week one of 2021, goes to Kansas City, goes three touchdown drives to open up the season, marched right down the field in Kansas City, True. and we blew it on special teams and we blew it on defense with a drop punt touchdown, three and True. out, and then a 75-yard t- touchdown to Tyreek Hill because our, our secondary was trash And we blew that game. And then Baker came out the next the next week, tore his labrum against Houston, but went 19 of 21 with two touchdown passes, set an NFL record for completions percentage in the first two games of a year and then proceeded to fall flat on his face, especially after J.J. Watt re-separated his shoulder in like week nine. He was awful from that point forward. But we like Baker didn't forget how to just throw a ball. He was playing injured, he really and he's for the injury, yeah. and he and he had bad habits. So, run it back with Baker. If not, we have this team. We have such a core that next year we just can plug a quarterback in. We don't have a quarterback under contract after this season. So all the money that we have, we can throw it at a quarterback, or we can, you know, take draft capital, trade up and get one. If Baker isn't the guy, if Baker balls out this year, plays, gets us into the court, into the playoffs wins a playoff game, goes on a playoff run, you franchise tag him, and then you try to sign him to a long-term deal. Yep. It's a win-win yep. situation. Run it back with him.
0: I I so, so agree. Because here's here's the little bit, uh, a not-so-well-known secret in the NFL. You're a run-first team, right? Like, he doesn't have – if the run game – Dude, you're talking to a 49ers fan, right? Like You talk about yep. toxic places and talking about the Jimmy Garoppolo nonsense that goes on every single day. I haven't logged onto Twitter in like three fucking weeks because I just want to throw up, throw up every time I do. But we're a run-first team. You're a run-first team. The run game mm-hmm. goes, the quarterback can go. And I do agree that he, he played hurt. But here's something that I, 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 don't know, I don't want to call this a hot take. Your offense was worse when OBJ was healthy worse the best thing that ever happened was him being gone and not being on the field because you're not when you are a run first offense you're not predicated on feed the prima donna Mm free feed the superstar like you no, it's when you're a run first offense it's like you take what the defense gives you 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 call the play that is sent into the huddle like those are the things that you do and it's like you don't need a super you don't you don't need a Mark Cooper. I think Jarvis Landry is actually good for the Cleveland Browns because I think he plays and he plays with heart. He's not a yep. superstar. I know that. Is he worth 16 million dollars a year? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. No. But he fits the pedigree of what they're trying to do. Um because what you're trying to do is exactly what my team tries to do. And it's yeah. not like I know Debo Samuel became this like budding star, but that was never the intention. It just worked mm-hmm. out that way, right? Like that was never the design in the lab, it just kind of worked out that way. And that's why I asked you that because I wanted to hear a Browns fan come out and pound fan, come out and pound the table and say, I'm not saying he's the guy. What I'm saying is it logically makes sense that he's the guy right now. Mm. And listen, you're looking at a draft class where there is no the guy. Maybe there's one that comes from it. You know, mm. maybe next year breeds something different. Next year's free agency market might breed something different. But I, to me, with what's left, this is not the year to go to go rock the boat at the quarterback mm-hmm. position. In full transparency, so I, I set you up a little bit for that. But yep. you pass with flying colors. That's what I was hoping to hear, my friend. And
3: and you and you don't need you don't need Baker to be Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. That's that's just the end no. of the day. No, when like,
0: you're Florida. running for, when you're running for twenty five hundred yards in a season as a football team, like that's not. Your quarterback's not throwing for $5,000. 5, plus, don't like need it's them just, to. Exactly, mathematically doesn't make not necessary. Points. Yeah, hundred percent.
3: Be average. I, that's all. I, that's all I need.
0: Yeah, don't lose the game. Yep. And and win me one or two, and we'll be all right. And Baker's plenty capable of winning one or two. Absolutely. All right. Let's pro. Let's let's proceed. Um, because I'm I'm like I like so badly want to get to the Bears, and we got a little bit of time here, so I'm gonna run through this. I have your defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. I'm just gonna kind of start like this, like it's kind of what I was joking with you, Scott, about seeing your smirk, because like the tides have changed in this division, Mm -hmm. and nobody is actually sitting more pretty. Than the Cincinnati Bengals, forget that they just represented the AFC in, in in the Super Bowl. But for the mere fact of how young they
2: are, how much you yo, 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 still listen, have. I gotta ask you a question: man. Do you ever think you would? This is ne- how you know. Never, in, world, my Never the, in my
0: lifetime. Never in my lifetime.
2: This is how you know the world's fucked up. You got COVID. You know, you got wars, and you got the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Super Bowl, man. Like, this is how you know, man. like, yeah, something's going on in this world.
0: I I am old enough to say that I saw the Cincinnati Bengals play in their last time that they ever made the Super Bowl, and it was against my San Francisco 49ers, and they lost, but I'm old enough to say that. But here are the facts. Defending AFC champions, $34.6 million in cap space. So a team that literally just competed in the Super Bowl still ranks seventh overall in the NFL in cap space. Like That's a scary proposition and a very enviable place to be in. For me, their top line, their top needs is super obvious. They need to repair that yep. offensive line, yep. and they need to get some help in that secondary, specifically at cornerback. In my opinion,
3: yeah. Eli
0: Apple, so, so I, I'm Scott. I'm to disagree with you. Like Eli Apple had a resurgence. The problem for him is he had his worst games enough, on a national stage, right? The like that's what's changed. Like the yeah. bigger problem well, is yeah, that I, I, I agree with that. The bigger problem is like Trey Wayne's, right? Like they spent all this money and Duke can't even stay on the field, right? And I'm going to yeah. talk about that in a second. But I do agree there's an opportunity to upgrade over Eli Apple. But I'm not going to shit on him, right? Because he did play well in stretches to contribute to be where they are. Like we, we follow this game. This is the ultimate team we sport. He outplayed his contract. 100% outplayed his contract. 100% oh, yeah. and he was yeah, got, infinitely better than he was. Apple. Exactly, exactly. And his he, mom will, he, will come after you. Hey, listen. <laughs> Eli <laughs> Apple is a New Jersey guy. We will not tolerate that slander. And you mentioned Kenny Pickett and his answer butt guy. for He's Kenny. a Buckeye. Who? Yeah, Eli. It's that's Eli your Apple. guy. Oh, yeah, he's a Kenny guy. Pic- guy. Kenny Pickett grew up 10 minutes from wh- away from where Lou and I live, so we will not tolerate Kenny Pickett's really? slander either.
1: Leave his yeah. hands alone.
0: Yeah, it, leave his hands on. They look like mine. Why can't I don't play on hands. Sundays? Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He can't play in cold weather. What do you want me to tell you? He's got to play in the warm weather.
2: <laughs> he played in Pittsburgh. All right,
1: Yeah, he's probably gonna keep playing.
0: But I think let's let's just state the obvious for the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. They need a re. They need a straight up makeover of the yeah. offensive line, and it was glaringly obvious on a national stage throughout the playoffs. But yet they still were able to, in some capacity, overcome and then finally bit them in the ass in the Super Bowl. They have 32 total free agents. I don't really think they have a ton of, like, priority free agents of their own that they need to go get. A lot of these people are – a lot of their impact players are still on, like, rookie contracts, right? Or have just – like the Trey Hendrickson's of the world just signed, like, long-term contracts with them. But if I had to, like, nitpick a little bit here where I think they can at least stay the same um, and help their case for next year – I would say tight end CJ uh, Uzama. I think he played yeah. very well last year. Um, I think they're going to have some decisions to make on the the their their number three wide receiver potentially this year. Um, and there's not a lot of good available tight ends right now. You mentioned like Enjoku signed the free agency. Um, excuse me, the franchise tag. Kaseki down in Miami signed the the franchise Golds. tag. Like, there's just not a lot <laughs> there. Golds. Like, and these guys and like. Ugma can play, right? And when he was asked to play, like he had some big games out there. I think you you have to bring him back. Is my opinion. You mentioned this guy before, former Brown, right? Ogunjobi, uh, right? Larry, Larry, right? Yep. Come around. Yeah, 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 yep. I mean, he had eight sacks on the interior of that defensive line last year. Just, you know, uh, like you gotta you gotta entertain that. Like, continue to make a strength a strength. Like, Cincinnati Bengals got after the quarterback like quite often between Hendrickson. Ogunjobi, um, Sam Hubbard, like these guys, they created pressure. Like, I do think, did. yeah, yeah, their front four was good. They didn't have to send yeah, a Hubbard. lot of heat. Another Hubbard was a beast. Another Dude
1: Brownie.
0: Oh, he's from Columbus. No, right? he's a, he's, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's Buckeye. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do, I do have Eli Apple on this list again. I, he outplayed his contract to me. Um, another telling stat here is he actually played 87% of the defensive snaps last year. Wow. So he was relied upon. He was on the field a lot. Now, part of this is because, like I mentioned before, Trey Waynes just can't be trusted. He's literally played five games in two years, and he was like a prize free agent acquisition from Minnesota once yeah. upon a time for them. That's it. That's really, I mean, maybe like on the interior and defensive line, like BJ Hill, who's still young, good run stuffer, 26 years old. Um, but other than that, I'm blowing up this offensive line. Like I did say like hey Quentin Spain just because he played 90% of the snaps, but that's just cuz he played 90% of the snaps, right? Like and maybe there's a little continuity there. But I think with what I'm about to describe in terms of like cap casualties existing cap, they have the opportunity to upgrade the offensive line and that should be where their entire focus is. But I do also I'm not stupid like we don't talk about the draft here. But they're going to address some of this in the draft, and they're going to address some, some depth at the offensive line. But priority number one in terms of cap casualties, Trey Waynes. I've mentioned him three times before even getting to this segment. That's a $10.8 million savings. Got to go. He actually Bye. carries the highest cap number on the team, and he's played in five games in two years. Wow. best ability ability is availability availability we love
2: that at the we're talking we, we that is it
0: bro it is the truth he's got to go this next yeah, one man. might be a little bit of uh actually i won't go there i'll say in keeping in line reach for I'm, gonna, it. I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna end with how i reach for this okay. so i'm just re- <laughs> i'm repositioning my my things here um in continuing with remaking the offensive line center trey hopkins almost 6 million in savings, blow it up. It's just shaky, right? Like if you have this opportunity like blow it all up. You're going to draft some depth, if we talked about the draft, which we don't. You're going to draft some depth, go find two or three guys that you can plug in right away. Let's be very clear about this. They don't have to go get the best of the best to be an upgrade be with what they put out there last year. But they're in position for one or two of those slots on the offensive line to be in contention for the best of the best. And here's the good news, Cincinnati Bengal fans you're a contender, right? Like th- now you're a destination that people might want to actually go to, not just to get a contract, but to legitimately compete for a Super Bowl, which is all of these superstars really want to do because they're going to get paid anyway. But where are they going to get paid and win? So, Trey Hopkins, you got to go. Here's might be the controversial one Tyler Boyd.
2: So it's oh, seven, three po-
0: 7.3 million. Pre-June one, eight point seven post-June one designation. Again, a lot of money. Honestly, there's a lot of teams I would tell you, I would love to have Tyler Boyd as my number three wide receiver in the NFL. I would love to have him as my number two.
2: Yeah. He's a good Ben, Ben, he he would be your number one. He would be our number one. That literally, he would be our number one. Yeah. I need a wide receiver. One, two. Why am I
0: laughing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what makes this controversial, right? Like I have this guy, but let's be very clear. I mean, Jamar Chase is a superstar, right? Um, they they have rising stars at this position. Like Tyler Boyd has almost been relegated to a slot receiver. And I know they want to air that hoe out. Like I know they want to throw yeah. the ball, but you can go find a younger, cheaper. Adequate replacement and use that cap room a little bit more strategically. Go ahead, Lou. Oh, counter it because I know yeah, you've been but, waiting too.
2: Yeah, but why? But like, why not just run him back? They have the cap space. And you got to understand, you're talking about uh, Jamar Chase, you're talking about T Higgins. They're like one ACL away or one ankle, you know, wet, you know uh, Achilles away from then who's going to be their number two. So I, I, I disagree. I think you keep Boyd for one more year. You run it back, and they aren't you cash- the
0: one that said you'd rather get rid of somebody a year early than a year late. Yeah, but his play he is said not that dec- right, fellas, fellas. You heard him say that I think
2: exactly. That he he but, did confirm it. Yeah, but his play <laughs> is not declining. It's just the opportunity. He's still a really. Yep. I think he had like. I don't think he had a drop last year all, all season. No, until he's the, until, the, until uh, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, oh. awful I'm time. Two down. Yeah. Or something, or he's right down. Do. So like, or it's Beagles. not like his <laughs> he's not getting up there in age. It's it's not that like his play is being bad. I think I d-
0: you run that back. I I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just saying on paper he's a prime candidate and when you think of like target share, what you can plug in there and you you got Joe Joey Burrow, man. Like I mean you got to feel comfortable that They're if cool. we can keep him upright, he please we don't say Joe cool in this house cuz that is Joe Montana. <laughs> um we take we take very a lot of offense to that. Um, but in this in this particular scenario if you have faith in Joe Cool and, and Joey Burrow you and you can get an offensive line that protects them like i could probably get similar production out of somebody else and it not cost me as much i'm just i'm playing devil's advocate here i think it's yep. a hard pill to swallow like we just heard two people say he might be our number one wide receiver on mm-hmm. our NFL football team but he is clearly the number three wide receiver on his own football team. So, something to consider. Target free agents. Told you they need a, a remake uh, on this offensive line. They could go. They could go play with anybody. They make these Brilliant, cap cuts, waste on their cap room. They can go flirt with Tyrone Armstead at, at left tackle. Riley Reef, goodbye. You, I, you're not even a priority to resign. Needed upgrade. I mean, Armstead, what one gave up one sack and I think like almost 270 pass blocking snaps last year. Go flirt with this man. Bring in the best of the best. You need to upgrade a guard? Brandon Scherf, Lakin Tomlinson, Connor Williams, you name it. They can flirt with all of these guys. And even if they find one or two of these top echelon positions, like it's a tremendous upgrade over what they're putting out there right now. Center, Ryan Jensen, Ben Jones. Like Ben Jones' age, Ryan Jensen's age. That doesn't scare me because I'm competing right now.
2: Right? Why like not? Yeah, why not? But also, you were talking about center. Why not uh, the center from the, the Ravens? We just talked about he's going to be Bradley Bozeman. He's going to be in high demand. And why not steal from your rival? Bring him out.
0: Anybody. like this is, this is the point that I'm trying to make. And this is a very envious position to be in. You just represented your conference in the Super Bowl. You have cap space. Your quarterback is still on a rookie contract. Arguably, two of your best offensive weapons are on rookie contracts right now. Like, Go buy the Super Bowl. Go buy it. Like, you, this is you you're in a better position than the LA Rams were to go do it and go buy the Super Bowl. Like, go buy the Super Bowl and it doesn't mortgage your future. This is your window. Yeah. We know your window is your rookie quarterback's contract. Go fucking do it. And here, I'll throw, I'll do you one better. I said they got to upgrade the backfield. Why is JC Jackson not being mentioned? He is. As
2: for, no, he is. He, there's definitely rumblings of JC Jackson all in. And I'm sliding the chip Give all money in money. right now. Let's keep that. Let's keep that don't, quiet. Don't though.
3: Andrew Luck, Joe Burrow. That's all I have to say. The, do
1: they, not. They, are yeah. they on to pace to do this it
3: man at all costs. And he hurt his ACL in in the, in the uh, or MCL in the Super Bowl too. Like he, you could tell, he was not he was not right those last couple drives. And no. I just have that that feeling that he's going that that they're going to go down that road if they don't. If they don't spend or, or they don't spend capital. Like you have to put all of your chips into the offensive line. Yeah. If you want this guy to be healthy, because, uh, you want, what what's, who's their backup?
0: Ryan Lindley, or who, who is it? Don't I couldn't even tell you. Couldn't, it's not even a topic right for conversation. Not, not Joe Burrow
3: or anywhere close to Joe Burrow. I can, yeah. tell, can tell you that. Also, why was Joe Mixon not on the, uh, fourth down play, uh, last play of the super bowl i
2: just want to i have always said the Bengals won despite their 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 coach and i think their coach is awful so i know that uh, yeah
3: I, i'm actually really happy zach taylor got an extension because he's riding the coattail of joe burrow's talent yeah. and it's yeah. it's gonna show in the next couple of years like like he literally rode joe burrow's talent also they had a pretty favorable road to the super bowl uh, one thing if i was the Bengals, i would be aware of the super bowl hangover which is why i think yes. with all those free agents um it's going to be important for them to go out and you know pay guys and get other guys yes. in there so like they can avoid the super bowl hangover because they ain't playing a fourth place schedule anymore like they, they played no. a fourth place schedule last last year yeah. so they're they're playing
0: first they're they're playing first place teams like they're gonna have they're gonna have a tough road yeah I, listen, Super Bowl – talking to a 49ers fan, right? I saw what 2020 did to us, and yep. it just does – it's a myth You're that still. does weird things. Injuries, yep. different schedules, different pl- layer of competition. But what's different about them, like is, yeah, nobody's sleeping on you anymore. And I'd make the same argument with the L.A. Rams, that they just had a favorable playoff schedule. Saw a couple of divisional opponents that they see three times a year. Like even yes. the 49ers, like who's had their number? It's just like – like, math just says, like, the 49ers should have lost that game. And they were dominating that game, right? Like, when all is said and done, it's like they didn't have to go through the cream of the crop to get there, the Rams. And the same outside of, like, you know, the – I would say the Rams had to go through the hottest team in football at that point in time, but math was in their favor. You know, the Bengals outside of, like – I think the the Titans were pretenders as the number one seed, Absolutely. right? I think we could all argue they're probably the worst number one AFC Seed that we've seen in a, in a long time, but the, the good news is like, Raiders like should have this, been there. yeah, well, don't you don't have to argue that to live? Yeah, I, 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 I just to, I didn't, really do it, my bad,
3: that was that was a stab to the heart, my
2: bad, to, 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 okay. too soon, first of all. And secondly, <laughs> we are we are playing, we are playing uh chess, not checkers, my friend. We wanted that third chess, set. not checkers, we are playing. We wanted that third – because we finished in third place then because of that. Uh, that we're gonna, We got a better schedule this year now because of that. <laughs> so Exactly. We play you guys.
0: Playing the long schedule game. Any. Schedule. Is, yo Scott, that was a hell of a game though this year. <laughs> oh, it was frustrating, but it was, it was a hell of a game. You
3: yeah. know like, what was not a hell of a game? Week
1: three.
0: Who, ben, enlighten me. What was
1: week three? Um, week three, Scott and I flew to Cleveland, Ohio, and I got to watch Justin Fields put on his ass nine times.
0: Uh, I do remember that it, week. Was,
3: uh,
1: that, that was his second, second start, week, started, right? That was his was second start? That was, it was his first because the week start. before, yeah, Andy Dalton got hurt. Yeah. So his first career start, I was excited. I'm like, you know what? I'm all in. And then we did nothing to scheme any kind of cognitive offense. Not was, Justin Fields' fault. To be he fair. Was Not Justin Fields' failure. fault. Matt Nagy. Failure, Matt yeah. Nagy's fault. The Everything best was the mad video
3: that weekend happened, uh, I think it was Saturday night. Uh, the best video. But that weekend was Saturday night. We got on the jumbotron and we went to field. slammed we to did. Miller Lite. <laughs> we Light did.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> Cleveland legends.
0: It was all downhill all right. for the Bears after that. It I'm was. gonna get. I'm gonna get out of the Bengals here. I'm just gonna say that, like, in normal circumstances, I think they have the ability to circumvent that Super Bowl hangover because of where mm-hmm. they're sitting, right? Like, they're yep. like, if the Rams had lost that Super Bowl the way they went all in. I would say they were fucked in 2022. Moving forward, right? I would right?
3: say they like, not the
0: playoffs. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Spicy, right. Like it. It just happened. The I mean, there's the no way the Ravens struggled suck again. again this year. Like there's just. Scott doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Scott doesn't want to hear <laughs> that. He just went. He just went death Helen Keller on us. Oh, <laughs> Dumb and mute. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes All you gotta right. pretend. Uh, Yeah, sometimes you got to. I get it. So, I'm going to get out of the Bengals. I'm going to kick it over to Lou. Lou, final piece here for you is... Pittsburgh Steelers. Is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to get out of the AFC. We're going to get into the NFC. And... Ben, it is your time to shine. So you got to hang with us for at least one more team here, and then it's your we're, moment, buddy.
1: We're holding on. Go
0: ben, check,
2: uh, go check I, that Wi-Fi I, right quick just to yeah, make sure. Check the Wi-Fi like... real
3: quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll, I'll make this quick for you, Ben. Uh, so we are – I am talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Uh, no longer the steel cur- cur- uh, curtain, more like the chamois cloths now because of the changing, <laughs> because of, the changing of the cards uh, the guards that we've uh, – talked about. No longer is this a Ravens the Steelers division. It's now the Browns and Bengals. So <clears throat> cap space for the Steelers. Shockingly they have $28 million which uh, ran some top 10 in the NFL right around the 8th spot. Their top needs. Alpha in the room. room quarterback. Uh, you know. One more year. One more year. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, know Scott. Jimmy
0: G. <laughs> Jimmy G.
1: That's not going to happen. That's not gonna India. happen.
0: India. <laughs>
2: That's not York, it. He deserves a
3: revenge tour. Yeah, <laughs> been on national television over the
1: head. I'll Jordan Love. <laughs>
2: I'll, well, that could possibly happen, but I, I I doubt it though. But I don't think that. Uh, we'll I'll get to that later why Jimmy G will not be in Pittsburgh. Uh, so uh, other than uh, quarterback, their entire offensive line, they try this you know experiment with Zach Banner at the left tackle. And that's just not a winning formula. And outside of Kendrick Green, there's no one on the offensive line you can really build upon. So they need uh, influx of talent amongst that front, uh, that you know, the front of the offensive line, and they also need some cornerbacks too. So um, some of their priority free agents, they got TikTok Smith Schuster, a 25 year old wide receiver. He, you know, after a hot start, his first two years, Pittsburgh felt comfortable enough to let you know Antonio Brown. You know, to leave, they traded him away, obviously, because of his antics and there was a discussion is Juju Smith Schuster, his production predicated on Antonio Brown still being there uh, or, or, you know, because Antonio Brown was such a threat and then Antonio Brown was not going to be there. So Juju Smith Schuster was going to get all this attention. Guess what? Yeah, it was predicated on Antonio Brown taking away all the uh, the deep coverage, uh, the double coverage away from him because it's been a disaster the last couple of years with Juju yeah. Smith's sister. So um, <clears throat> I don't feel, I don't, I think, you know what, that's a divorce that's going to happen. Uh, I do, I, I actually think Juju uh, ends up, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but uh, it in props in, 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 a little out west, uh, not here, but uh, another team that can use him that rhymes with Kansas Sheen so uh, So, <laughs> That's a quick
0: plug for our AFC NFC West show yeah, that's happening exactly. in a couple of days.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Trey Turner, 28 year old guard. Um, he gave up seven sacks last year. They can't bring him back. He's been, he was awful. Uh, Chukwama Okafor, 24 uh, year old right tackle. He had 11 penalties. Uh, once again, he's more probably rotational or swing tackle. They can't make him a starter. So, I don't think they bring him back either. So, possible cap casualties. <sighs> I think all their players are really replaceable. Uh, I would say
1: everyone but Najee.
2: I'm not Najee. I'm not Najee fan, but uh, all these people I'm going to mention, I feel like, you know, you can get rid of them. Zach Banner. Like I said, five million dollars cap. Scott's loving it. Uh, five million dollars cap save. Uh, cap savings. Uh, One point six money. Uh, One point six million dollars in dead money. Uh, Tyson Alulalu, thirty-four-year-old interior defensive line, uh, minimal dead money, less than a million bucks. Cap savings two point five million. Cameron Sutton, twenty-seven-year-old cornerback. Once again, minimal uh, dead money, seven hundred thousand ca- uh, cap savings of four point five million. Uh, they got Joe Shober. Sch- it's funny because their linebackers, the middle of that uh, Pittsburgh defense, I feel has been real weak. Uh, Devin Bush. Played real well his rookie year and then has been downhill ever since. And they acquired Joe Schobert, who is a a tackling machine. You know, he's had 100 tackles over the last five years. But you have to understand, tackling tackling doesn't just mean you're a playmaker, it doesn't mean you're a good player. I know some people. The guys in front
3: of you don't know how to tackle.
2: Yeah. So I I, I just think you have to be wary of uh, looking uh, just at statistics there. So he's a solid veteran presence. Uh, so they could uh, part ways with him and bolster that interior uh, you know, of that defense right there in the middle of that defense. Uh, they would say $7.8 million from him and have a dead money hit of 1.8 million. So some free agent targets. Now, once again, we're going to start with the elephant in the, the room here. Quarterback. All right. You're talking yeah. about Jimmy G. He's not going on there. Tom Lill literally said mobile quarterbacks are the wave of the future. Having mobility at the position is something that would be desirable. Jimmy G ain't moving. Can he pick it
0: in there? He's moving from San Francisco. I just don't – he just ain't moving in that pocket. (laughs) It's just just
2: that, like, the last couple of years, Tom has been a slave to the the, the corpse, the decrepit corpse of Big Ben uh, not being able to move. And I feel like he's like – you know, seeing what all the other teams that have – that's been having success, Josh Allen, uh, you know, Herbert – uh, you know Patrick Mahomes. These are all people in his conference. All teams that have mobile quarterbacks. I'm not saying running first quarterback, but mobile quarterbacks. And he then he looks over twice a year and sees Lamar Jackson, you know, killing him too. So I just feel like he's not going back where your traditional, uh, you know, pocket passer. There. Do you
1: ever think that there was an injury that Big Ben wishes that he could have had because he's he's injury jealous of everybody? Yeah. Is there <laughs> ever one that you think that he wishes 20-60. he could have had? He could be like. That's probably it. He'd be like, dang, I could have had that.
3: Yeah. It's <laughs> the term Patella Tendon. my Patel attendant here. easily. No hesitation.
0: I, I feel like, Lou, I feel like you're sniffing at, like, Marcus Mariota or... Wow, I, I, I Watson.
2: No, it's... I don't think Deshaun, to be honest. Mitch? Yeah. His, no. his stuff Money gets Mitch. settled tomorrow, though, so, like, he could be traded. So, Weston... Yeah, apparently uh the uh the Panthers are sending uh pro scouts out there to his jury uh, to his uh to his uh You're live jury. Yeah, they're pro scouts out there. Want we'll to see how he's looking. That's
1: what they uh, doing how the March Madness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, um yeah, no. Yo, Weston, you you know me well. It's Marcus Mariota. I, I definitely think they bring in Mariota, draft a rookie uh quarterback i think they you know we're not talking about the draft but if we were i think uh willis would be their apple of their eye there's no way he gets to them i think and so that's why they probably will do a mariota and then a kenny pickett and just go from there uh but once again we're not talking about the draft look for them to get a little faster on the uh, on the boundary of when it comes to the cornerback position i think a name to keep in mind is dante jackson uh He's fast, explosive, and he's really good in in zone coverage. I think he would come uh, fairly cheap, too. So Dante Jackson is a a player I think they can uh, target uh, at the cornerback position. Terrell Edmonds, they're starting strong safety. is a free agent, and his play doesn't warrant Pittsburgh bringing him really back. I think Marcus May, who's coming off an injury, so he's not going to be too expensive, provides them that versatility. Uh, that they're going to covet, because Flores, don't forget Flores, who, who's now defensive assistant. With with, uh, with with Well, is it? Let me tell you why. Flores was the coach of Miami. I'm going to tell you why. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. And him and Minka did not get along. Minka, oh, my God! Oh. Minka, Minka and uh, Flores always butted heads, because Flores wanted to drop Minka in the yeah. box, more of like a, a nickel linebacker. So, That should be an interesting dynamic. He's one of their best players on that defense. Not this year, per se, but the years prior, he was fantastic. But I think a Marcus May, who comes cheap, provides a versatility, you can move Minka around if he does drop in the box. That should be interesting. Would be a fantastic uh, get for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And their offensive line, uh, like I said, they need to improve their run blocking. There's been some uh, things, you know, that they're wanted to trying to go to more of like an RPO type of offense. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're trying to get more uh, the mobility from the quarterback position. So why not do that? Uh, so Brian Allen of the Rams, he's really good in zone schemes, uh, would be a perfect fit there for and, and Pittsburgh. Alex Kappa of Tampa Bay, who excels in run blocking. You got Morgan Moses, they so can kick him to the right tackle, who's another veteran that provides a boost for the running game. He graded out above 65 uh, per pro football focus as a run blocker. So you got to admit you got to tinker with that offensive line because they have literally no one out uh, other than uh, I said, Kendrick Green. But those are some of the players I really think they're going to target. So, so real quick,
0: I, I made the comment before about how like these general managers and coaches are smarter than us. And this whole time, no, not, I'm, yeah, I, I I'm staring at, at this over the cap, looking at TJ Watts contract. And it TJ was cut pre-June one. His account. dead cap no his dead money cap number is 72.4 million dollars. Like not that like you're not cutting the best thing in the TJ. NFL, but like you yeah. still look at those things and you're like, how'd you let that happen? know what i mean like yeah like, what have you had to? a lot of this to you, you i mean like listen like we all know Sally cap is fictitious and yeah. like uh-huh. you can move it and do certain things yes but like i when you still look at something like that it is like rather alarming like when i look at their overall spend like legitimately this is what it breaks down to based on the people who are on their roster right now 54 percent of their cap Right now, and they only have this to seventy seven percent so fifty four out of the seventy four percent that they have spent and based on what's unavailable, oh. is on the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. and watt is like twenty percent of that <laughs> like it's just like yeah. y- when you start getting into these numbers, that's when it becomes hard to put together like an entire team, right like the number I just talked about a cap hit for t j watt that's like what literally what you expect like. Aaron Rodgers to carry like you see Matt Ryan carries like and this is when it becomes really really hard but we're gonna talk about the Packers in a minute and I'm talking about how difficult that is Lou go ahead where,
2: where do you think what do you think uh, Nick Bosa's cap hit is gonna be you're gonna be right there right behind massive you. massive yeah, bro so. massive. because it's just like
0: pay the next pay the next Pay the next, pay the next. I don't right? have to worry like, about edge rush Like, we what's got, we, Garrett's we, next contract going to look like? Right, it's going to be we, ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> he, we already got him <laughs> for five years, one twenty-five.
3: We got him on yeah. a good bargain, like so. I don't care about that. But
0: Two years sad. later, you're looking at it you're like, that's basically free, right? Like yeah. compared to what um, other
3: defensive ends are paying. Did, did he that? sign? I think he signed like right. Was it right before Joey or?
2: God, I, I forget no, who I signed. I did, he did sign before Joey, uh, because right after Joey obviously Joey deal. had to like try to one up it. Yeah. But hey, I agree with you, man. Yeah. Like not having your you know, your edge rushers locked to a long term deal, I couldn't relate, man. I come dude, dude, I Miles what? Was you guys, also you guys have edge ed rushers
1: forward. on your team? You
2: guys have edge
1: rushers still? I didn't know you could do
2: that. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of like, that, I think this is a great segue for Ben now. We got to hear from Ben in the Chicago Bears.
0: Yeah, Ben. <laughs> this is your time, dude. You've been very – I'm going to give you – I'm going to tell you how long you've been patient. You've been patient for one hour, 14 minutes, and at this point, 42 seconds. I, this is your time. We are in the God. NFC North which I think is, like, the most classic NFL division, right? Yeah, like, when like I think Lamarty of these Alice. four teams, like, this is what I think of when I think of the NFL and, like, the legacy there. So you have been a patient individual. It is your time, my friend. Let's lead in with the Chicago Bears. And, by, <laughs> and, and remind you, let it all this, is your, let di- it this all. is your division. Yes, A, let it all my- out. We're going to rip you apart, but let it lay it all out. But this is also your division. So as Lou and I go through the Packers Vikings and I'm going to wrap up the Detroit Lions, that's how we're going to end this tonight. Like, you know, this division better than we do, buddy. So let it it fly, brother.
1: So what makes this very interesting is I had like my notes prepared a few few days ago. And of course... (laughs) We had to tear literally everything up because everything that I thought I knew about the 2022 Chicago Bears offseason literally just went out the window within the last six hours. Um, Called out we, of
0: work. Like, I got to replay and I got to buy I, I thought night. about
1: asking work if I could leave early because <laughs> of emotional damage. But, you know, we now we now have $28.9 million in cap space, ninth best in the league. Um, similar to a lot of the teams that we talked about tonight, offensive line is a key issue and it's not that some of these guys play bad it's that some of these guys are so soft you know the one thing that from this past season besides just getting to watch Justin Fields that i think about a lot is <clears throat> i think it was the monday night football game at soldier field it was bears vikings um vikings guys like shoving fields and stuff like that so tevin jenkins goes up and he shoves them right back and here comes Jermaine Fetti, you know, like, oh, I'm like, oh, we're gonna get into a brawl. No, he shoves our own guy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> cut his ass, get this son of a bitch out of Chicago. I'm done with this. And like, terrible game,
3: by the from way. From that I'm
1: moment, that, that. by the way, yes, it was horrible. I do not like Jermaine Fetti after that. I hope I, I, think he's a free agent. If not, I hope he gets cut. Um, but Ryan Poles is kind of, you know, outside of the Khalil Mac trade today. I'm still okay with Ryan Poles, despite him ripping my heart out. Today and throwing it on the ground and stomping on it a few times. I think he said a few things leading up to now where I think I kind of know where we're going. You know, we, t- we don't talk about the draft, but if we were, that's where we're going. We're going with offensive line. You know, we're going to, with all this cap space, I think we're going to see him try to patch some holes with the offensive line, but we'll get to that when we start talking about some of those free agents that I think we're going to be in on. Um, obviously, you know, talking about Tyler Boyd, we don't have a true number one ride, wide receiver on this team. Darnell Mooney's good, but this reminds me exactly of Brant. uh oh God, Brandon Marshall. That's throwing it back to the Jay Cutler years. Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. Like he's the Alshon Jeffrey. He got all the targets because Brandon Marshall was always double covered. That's what Allen Robinson was for this team. Um, Allen Robinson not getting the franchise tag. I'm okay with it. I, you know, For the you could third just third year tell. in the row. Yeah, Literally. you better be okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You could tell the guy just did not want to be there. And you know what? Quite frankly, how can I blame him? You know, we tagged him again, and then it just looked like again, coaching schemes. It looked like Matt Nagy just said, "Allen Robinson, yeah, fuck that guy. We're not going to throw it to him. <laughs> Don't even look at him. Don't even look at him." Because, like, I, I full heartedly, I apologize to everyone who drafted Allen Robinson in fantasy football this year. But to be fair, you drafted a Bears player that wasn't Dave Montgomery, so that's kind of also on you. I can't claim that.
3: Uh, no defense for that. For
1: yeah, like, it's just, yes, yes. Um, I will say Khalil Herbert. I, I like having a, a good yeah. backup running back. Damian Williams, don't think we need to bring him back. I like Khalil Herbert as the backup. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, offensive line and wide receiver, I think the top two needs for this team. It's going to be all offense moving forward like I said we were, if we if we had to be talking about the draft I would talk about that but you know defense ugh. defense we'll bring is you just back
0: a, when it's time to talk about the draft Ben, cuz I know yes. that's what the focus is so it, yes. we'll that's, give you that's that all pick. I
1: have to look forward to as a Bears fan is the ben, draft Ben
2: let me ask you a right question now. with your first yes. round pick with your first round pick who do you – oh no
1: we don't have that
2: I know <laughs> okay but
1: to be fair to be fair I would make that trade <laughs> he just heard it. <laughs> to be fair, knowing what I know right now about the quarterbacks that are available at this moment, let's say let's say we don't make that trade. We picked up Mitch Trubisky's fifth-year option. Let's say the season turned out the exact same way. Mitch Trubisky's pro- most likely gone. Matt Nagy's gone. I would rather have made that trade with the Giants than drafted anyone that's available right now.
2: 100%. I actually yes. Justin I Fields told- would
1: go number one overall right, right
2: now. 100%. Great. And, yes. and Weston, we're not talking about the draft, but Weston and I were, have alluded to in the past about this draft. It's a weak draft, I personally it's think. It's very weak. I didn't. I don't mind giving away draft picks this year. Uh, right. Because I feel like it's really weak. It's just a meat and potatoes defensive, you know, defensive mm-hmm. line, interior defensive lineman draft. And I'm sorry. I think I agree with you. It's the fact right. that you, you're not missing out on anything in my opinion. Right. So
1: I'm like, okay, well, that would have been our first round pick this year anyway. So I'm good with Justin Fields. Um, I like having the, the two picks in the second round now because, you know, it's like leading up to today, I was like, Shh, are we going wide receiver? Are we going O-line? Like, what are we going to do? Now we can addri- address both. But we're not talking about the draft, so no, I'll, no. I'll, we're not talking about it. Obviously, right now, I think that Ryan Poles has decided that we're going to go younger and cheaper on defense. So I think that you're going to see he's going to plug some of the holes on defense because obviously he's not going to put the 32nd ranked defense out on the field this season. You know, like you got to put people on the field just to get Asses in the seats. So, you know, Akeem Hicks not coming back. There's no Wait, way he's coming yeah, back. High
2: okay. Okay. So
1: Robert, like I said, Robert Quinn could get moved. Wouldn't surprise me if he didn't get moved. We'll see what happens with that. Obviously, if we're trying to just save as much money as possible, I, I could see them moving him. I think right now, I saw right before we started, the Bears have next offseason $123 million in cap space, which that to me, has me ready to write this season off. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for another four or five win season. We'll have a first round pick next year. Let's just see what happens in 2023. Hey, you um, also have an
2: extra sixth round too.
1: We do. We have an extra sixth round pick next year. That is another draft pick. We will. We will build. It's like Ryan said. We will build through the draft. We're taking the North back, just not this year. asterisk. <laughs> um, secondary help. I I love Jalen Johnson. I loved seeing him get to be the number one cornerback this year. Uh, The fact that Thomas Graham Jr. was just sitting on our bench for like 12 games this year kind of pissed me off because then he came in in Seattle and like, where was this? Where was this? It's just been at CB2. We've had a revolving door, and I feel like that's just been the constant uh, issue with our secondary ever since we let Adrian Amos go to Green Bay for nothing. Uh, Eddie Jackson, kind of a bum can be cannot be he's a ball hawk though don't forget he's a ball hawk um don't know if he had any interceptions this year i'd have to look that up um priority
0: for you right now i'll be i appreciate that
1: i appreciate that uh priority free agents i think number one on this list has to be james daniels you know if we're talking about the offensive line that's the only guy that i would like to have back with the exception of cody whitehair um James Daniel, he's only 24 years old. I think you have to keep him around just because, I mean, the Bengals. If I'm an offensive lineman, look how much money the Bengals have to spend. They were just in the Super Bowl. That's my first stop. That's my first stop. How much can you pay me? And then I'm going to see other teams. Uh, Tayshawn Gibson, he's 31. He's on the wrong side of 30, but we don't really have anyone else that's set in to play safety besides Eddie Jackson. <laughs> um, and he can't do it Who hasn't
0: he's- had a, had an interception in two seasons.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I needed that. (laughs) Yes. Eddie Jackson, I would say he might get traded, but I don't know who would want that contract right now. Uh, Jakeen Grant is probably coming back just because, you know, we traded for him and then we need someone at the return specialist. You know, when you think of the Chicago Bears, you think of Devin Hester, you have to have a great return specialist, which, by the way, not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Pisses me off. Hall
3: of Famer Devin Hester to you?
1: Yes, should be. Should have been first ballot. Should have been first ballot. I will not, never not be mad about that. Um, but, you know, similar to like kind of like when you were talking about the Bengals, like we've got some free agents, but there's not really anyone I need back besides James Daniels, honestly. Like I think with the cap space that we have, if we were talking about the draft, you could answer some of those questions with that. So there's nothing I really need back besides James Daniels. Cap casualties, I think your biggest – two that we're looking at right now is eddie goldman you know 2020 he sat out with the covid concerns that's fine that's fine i'm not covid shaming um but then last year trying to get him back to camp was like pulling teeth of a little kid at the dentist you know he didn't want to come back and i said we should just cut him last year uh then eventually came back all of chicago was pumped we're like yes we got our eddie goldman back we got our guy right up the middle he's going to pair with Akeem hicks this is going to be monstrous guy sucked um, twenty-eight years, twenty-eight years old. I feel bad for Florida State. Florida State just has not had a very good week. Um, Nick Foles, gone. Please, gone. I, I can't, I can't anymore. I cannot. Super
3: Bowl MVP Nick Foles to you.
1: Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles to me. Um, I hate him ever since 2018. Still, because of the double joint game, he's he was the he was our third string quarterback You're last older. year. He was, he was a healthy scratch every week. He got paid $3 million to hold a clipboard. Actually, I think he got paid more than that. Dude is out there doing cardio.
2: We, you know. Yo, Ben, they should trade him to the commanders. I know. If he,
1: if we trade him to the commanders. No, they should still. I want, they, should they still should. I was on the board with trading him Commodores. to the Colts last year. Commodores. I was good with trading him to the Colts last year because they could have used that to motivate Carson Wentz. I think that Ron Rivera would benefit greatly from that. Uh, but yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Doidoy Doidoy doi, doi, interceptions. Doi, doi, interceptions. But yes, Eddie Goldman, Nick Foles, get him out of here. That would free up about $9 million. That would do great for our salary cap. You could add, could add a stud somewhere with that. Maybe not top tier, but maybe middle tier player. Like Anywhere Khalil, else.
2: Like a Khalil Mack. Uh. <laughs>
1: I'm never not going to be sad about that. I'm never not going to be sad about that. I, you know, I said it earlier and I'll say it again. I had just gotten the news that baseball was back. I had 20 minutes of happiness before I saw that Kalumac got traded and I wanted to go home early. I said, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be at work anymore. That's my bad.
0: I believe they refer to that as the other shoe dropped. It did. (laughs) It really did. It really
1: did. Um, Target free agents, you know, you can't just have Justin Fields on the roster as one quarterback. So I wouldn't mind seeing us just sign someone less than a million dollars to be a backup. I don't need to pay someone $10 million like Ryan Pace decided to give Andy Dalton to start a game and a half and then be the backup for the rest of the year. Don't need to give out that kind of money. Offensive line, some of the names that have been thrown around tonight, Brandon Sheriff, Ryan Jensen, Alex Kappa, James Daniels, Bradley Bozeman, any of those guys could come in. You just slide Cody Whitehair out over to guard. There you go. You got a great uh, guard, center guard combo. Tackles, I'm good with this year. Tevin Jenkins for a full season, Larry Borum. I think Larry Borum was a great fifth-round pick. Like, he stepped in. Jason Peters, we lost him that first – I think it was the first or second drive, something like that, in that first week in L.A. And Larry Borum just came out of nowhere. So I'll gladly let him start at right tackle for a year while we – get that cap situation for next year wide receiver. I do think that we're going to sign a wide receiver. I don't need, I don't think uh, we're going to sign anybody big now. Cause obviously Khalil Mack getting traded. That's signaling to the NFL. Hey, we're not competing next year. Like we're just trying to field a team. So maybe you get someone that you can sign to a longer term contract, pay them a little less, but spread it out over time. Maybe like a Christian Kirk, a DJ Chark, Michael, even Michael Gallup with the ACL injury. Um, Russell Gage, even I would take that. Just someone that can not compliment Darnell Mooney, but just make it so Darnell Mooney's not our only obvious option. And of course, if we were talking about the draft, I would like David Bell from Purdue, but that's just me. And if I had to bet right now, if I could go to Las Vegas right now, I would bet that either Alan Lazard or Marquez Valdez Scantling, either of them end up with the Chicago Bears because of the yes. Luke Etsy connection. I, I had Devonte Adams on this list until they franchise tagged him because, like, you have to at least make a run at him.
0: Got to sniff it. To
1: have You've to got. You have it. to. Yep. You have to take someone away from your uh, in-conference rival. You have to. Yeah, there's some especially in, in the same division. Yeah, but one of those guys will be a Chicago Bear. I book it, lock it in. One I of those agree. guys will be a Bear.
2: I'm going to Vegas for the draft, and I'm I'm going to lock it in.
1: Lock it I in for me.
2: And the, uh, You know, MVS wanted. I think the rumors are 10 to 12 million dollars if that's a year. So if that's the case, if that's the case, he's pricing himself out of Green Bay. Yeah. They oh, he have like no money, is it? It's already he, after the last week. He could cost $8 a year, and he's pricing himself out of I Green suck. Bay right now. Like,
0: <laughs> now we're going to talk about this in a quick second. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, as much as it sucks to lose Kahlil Mack, you know, he is 31. The great choice that I would have to replace him, maybe not as impactful as Khalil Mack, but someone that could come in and play the same uh, position, Derek Barnett from the Eagles, I think he's younger. I think that if we wanted to throw money at defense, he could come in and at least give you the same kind of production that we've seen from the Khalil Mack of the last couple years. It's not going to be 2018 Khalil Mack, but he's going to come in and at least draw some attention from opposing offensive lines.
2: Yeah. What about so, – uh, I mean, for me, it's a, this would be an interesting scenario because uh, now Chargers don't have a need for edge. Chenin Nwosu, uh, I am being. it's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would I mean, take him. He he flashed at the end of the year. He's all about getting pressures, not sacks, though. So Mr. Almost sack your guy there. So um, I just I'll feel like the that-
0: steal
1: your girl. <laughs> That's okay. I just need him to draw, guys, because if we do keep Robert Quinn, he'll be the one that gets the
2: sacks now. I can see I can see him going out there in Chicago. We so, just need we just need uh, to feel the team.
0: Here's herein lies the rub, and I'm gonna talk about this in a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Because Ben just called it out. The 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 dismissing of Khalil Mack is the terminology that I would use does signify to the world like
1: we're we're not 2022
0: is not our year.
1: I've accepted that. I've accepted
0: that. And that's a hard thing to accept for fans. But this is a good thing, right? Like to me, this is a good thing because it's like you're not an organization that's going to say, well, fuck it we're just going to yeah. throw all the money out and we're going to spend a bunch of money on a bunch of no names. Yep. Like, like you're not doing that. Like you're trying no. to do it right, which is a yes. nice change, but that makes it really difficult to be a player in free agency
2: this exactly.
0: year because yes. big name players want to go what exactly. you need to find. And I'm going to talk about this with the lines is like a couple of those like budding stars that you can sell on that. Like, yep. dude, you want to, you want to sign now? Cause you want to be here in two years. You want to be For, part exactly. of this. Exactly in three years. I think that's what helps us on
1: offense is Justin Fields is a lot sexier of a target than playing with Mitch Trubisky was.
0: And that's the sales pitch, right? Like that's the sales pitch on offense is like, we're almost there and we're going to get a couple pieces over the next two years. Again, you're probably looking at a top 10 pick in the draft next year. And what will inevitably has to be a deeper draft than this year, you have the most in my opinion, you have the most important position in all of sports mm-hmm. accounted for right now. And again, like I don't just, Justin Fields gets a full pass on 2021 from me.
1: Yes, he does. A full
0: pass, right? Like yeah. you had a, a regime that should have been gone the previous year. They shouldn't yes. even have had this year. No. Um, like no competency whatsoever on the offensive side of the ball outside of like David Montgomery and his performance. Shout out to David yeah. Montgomery won me another fantasy football championship. But like he, these are the things that but th- but that's a tough sell, right? Like I'm just like making it this is. up, right? Like if you wanted I, I don't know f- fill in the blank, right? Like you just yeah, want pick any player that you want and you just it's hard to be like, hey, yo, come here. The only thing I can do is pay you. That's it. Like, I can't promise yeah. you to compete. I can't Well, that's why we can't you. go get
1: these top tier, tier guys. Devontae like, Adams. Was going like, to watch where you come yes. here.
0: Devontae Adams is going to make all the money in the world. He wants to go yes. win a Super Bowl. Like, he wants yep. to go win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? What do I like, have
1: to tell Amari Cooper if I want to go out and get Amari Cooper? Because Bears Twitter, they're like, oh, we could get Amari Cooper. now. I'm like, oh, why would he come here?
3: That's just the Brown's money. Twitter with yeah. every quarterback.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See,
2: I don't, mean a, I don't mean to be a dick, but. I know but you're gonna
3: good. be. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's cue for I'm about to be a dick.
2: Yeah, yes.
3: exactly. Yes. So
2: I feel like Weston and Ben, you're talking so much certainty about um, Justin Fields, and you're going to give him a pass from 2021. But in my opinion, what have you seen from him in 2021 that you know that you have the guy from the future? Because I don't, I wouldn't say that with certainty at all. To be honest with you. Mm. Uh, so I'm, that's, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to be real with you right now. Like, what have you guys seen from him that like, I'm like, okay, this is our guy for the future. We'll be able to, like, how's that? I still don't see how he's an attractive option for, you know, offensive free agents okay. until right. he balls out this year. I'm sorry. Okay. that's just amazing. No,
0: no, no. So Ben, before I let you respond to that, cause I'm going to let you <laughs> respond to it. I'm going to clarify this statement for just a second. This is coming from a guy who has Justin Herbert as the quarterback of his NFL team. That I spent all of 2021 convincing Lou that Justin Herbert is the truth. He just didn't want to believe it. He just didn't want to believe it. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> you want Tua? Yeah. Yes. Do you want Tua? No, yes.
2: Okay. Tell, Tell him. You must have Tua. Admit it, Lou. Admit I, I, it. All right. Let, 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 you know, let me talk. Uh, I was, I did want Tua uh, first and foremost in the draft, but I was not bummed about Justin Herbert. What Weston is alluding to the fact is that we did a top 10 quarterbacks and I didn't of going into the year last year, not, not what transpired this year. It was after Justin Herbert's rookie year and it was, it was his rookie year and there were changing offensive schemes, a lot of personnel changes. I'm like, I don't, I can't put him as a top 10 quarterback going into this year with so many question marks and certainty. I also was really kind of like boomer esque. I'm like, I'm not putting a rookie in my top 10 right now. Until I see what he does year two, because I personally think you can't judge a player until year two, because that's when defense. Who put
0: him in their top ten?
2: Yeah, well, okay. Who,
0: who put him in their top ten? Uh, who you put did- him in their top ten? Say it.
3: The Chargers' did- training staff when they stabbed Terod Taylor.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I'm, I am taking a stab that at my colleague here. <laughs> um and, it, and not that he was a doubter of Justin Herbert. He just never yeah, wanted to yeah. believe it because he don't doesn't think the Chargers deserve nice things. Like they don't deserve Khalil Mack. So they, they don't I, deserve I these things. I, I can relate. It's yeah.
2: like how can your team do something yeah. smart? Like this so, makes no sense. So Ben, re why, it, ben. why why I'm yeah.
1: ready to give Justin yeah. Fields the free yeah. pass on the whole year. The reason I'm ready to do so is because I I was in Jacksonville for week 16 of the 2020 season. Since that game, four four quarterbacks have started Matt Nagy's offense. All four of them have looked the exact same. I, I hate. I absolutely hate the memes of Mitch Trubisky took Matt Nagy's offense to the playoffs twice. St- technically, in the world of technicalities, yes, but you can't tell me 2018 wasn't that entire defense. That defense scored more points than any other defense that that season. That was 2018 was the defense. Last the 2020 season when we played the Saints in the Superdome, that was the eight and eight. That was because the Cardinals just blew it. Um, but yes, when you've seen Mitch Trubisky, Andy Dalton, and Nick Foles play in the same offense, and they've all looked like Justin Fields, I am ready to say that that's the offense and not the player.
2: Um, but what have you just, seen? What have you seen from? I've the just kids?
1: seen the the flashiness. I love flashiness. I know that that's not a quarterback stat. Um, in the words of Green Bay Packers Twitter, Pete. But but has, is that his name? Is that his name?
2: Ooh, Bukowski. Weston, he, yeah. I don't know Weston his name. Doesn't like him. Probably. Either. I don't like
1: him. I really do not like him. I like he, him. Uh, I
2: like
1: him. He, he he. Not a nice guy. He deserves jail. Um. He just makes <laughs> it all about hating on Justin Fields because he's a Jordan Love secret lover. But I you know I don't know what it is. I just. As someone, Scott knows, Scott knows, when I you know, find I a quarterback, I, I, you I know, know what it is. When you find a guy and you think that this is finally the guy, when you've gone through as many quarterbacks as we have, you need to cling on to something. It's really sad when I'm pretty sure we've had close to 20 different quarterbacks in the same span that the the team up north has had two. Yeah. It's very sad. It's hard. It's really hard. So we finally get someone that it looks like they can play and we buy in. <laughs> this is what we do in <laughs> yes. Chicago. So I have, to, a, I have to keep the faith.
2: Okay, so it's hope. I, it, it is hope. It, it, it so, it
3: is hope. It's, it's his accuracy and his football IQ level. Like the, to know when the pocket collapse and like Justin Fields is a mobile quarterback, but he doesn't use his legs as like his number one weapon. Like he uses them when that pocket uh breaks and he knows when to use them because he has them every single play. I mean he's, we played he, West Weston knows that one test.
1: play that we've had against you guys at Soldier Field this past year. Yep. That guy he should have had a 10 yard sack and he somehow turned that into what like a 30 yard touchdown, touchdown run.
3: Yep. It and was then, insane. And then the the accuracy on the deep ball and uh the one play that always like sticks out is like the 65 yard pass in the um I think it was the sugar bowl against Clemson to Olave. Where a lot of shows yeah. like yeah. in the end zone, it's like thirty five. If we could enough.
1: somehow get a lot of it, like that'd be so the, great.
3: It's it's like the it's like one of oh. the greatest deep balls that you ever you ever see. It. We it's could just comp, It's a trade comp, the number Russell two
1: to the second pick we just
3: it's got. The Russell Wilson deep ball. It looks exactly the same coming out yeah, of
2: the field. The
0: same trajectory.
1: So like that's, it's like, what, that's like give me
3: Russell think. Wilson. He yeah. just, yeah. and it, 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 just it,
0: he just has it. Let me tell you what I've seen.
2: Don't let Weston blow smoke up your ass, guys. Because during our draft coverage, we literally – I'm a Buckeye. I'm a Buckeye. He is a Buckeye.
1: We, he originally hyped me up for this pick.
2: We literally both did not like Justin Fields. so.
0: I was a bigger Trey Lance guy. I actually like Trey Lance above all the other quarterbacks taken. That's just my opinion. Fair. Um, I agree with your sentiment as well, right? Like Trey Lance would be the number one pick overall in the NFL draft this year had he been coming out based on what who's on the board. But let me tell you what I did see in fields that makes me a believer of him. It's his toughness. That man took an ass whooping all year. Never pointed a finger.
1: That Tampa Bay was absolutely god Got back
0: into the huddle like a leadership capability. Something I've never seen from Tua Tug Viola because he's never faced that adversity. He was a su- – dude. this dude is softer than baby shit. Like, Tua <laughs> – and I'll tell you flat out, like, and Lou knows, like, we don't speak about Tua on this show because, like, he's not an NFL quarterback. He's not. And I've, I've, Lou, if I'd not said this since day one, like, it's not true. the dude, not the guy. Not the guy. He's left handed. Tell me the last good left handed quarterback. There's a reason. There's literally a reason. That,
3: that wasn't Michael Vick. Like, yeah, Bo-
2: Boomer Esiason. <laughs> yeah, Mark Brunel. Yeah, this, you know what yeah. I mean? This and is, these guys. This is a
0: 1980. This is, and they're diamonds in a rough. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's a reason why you don't even see left handed quarterbacks. In, at the NCAA level, you know what I mean? Like, it's right. just, it's a thing. It's a thing. And two played with Tebow. the guys. T- T- yeah. Tim Tebow. Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, they man. just played just because with the Jaguars as a fucking tight end. I have a Tim Tebow New York Mets t-shirt, by the way, just for the oh record. Um, oh, still in the plastic. I haven't even taken it out. Um, in yeah. this particular instance, though, like, what what gives me belief in fields is just, Scott, you hit the nail right on the head. I won't even go into the way, the way the ball looks, the accuracy, the trajectory, and the deep throw. It's the football IQ, and it's the toughness. And, and in any position in the sport, like I know in this day and age in the NFL, like you're not even allowed to touch the quarterback. But guess what? He's not Tom Brady. He's not Drew Brees. He's not, he's not Patrick Mahomes. They're going to let defensive ends fuck him up. He's a rookie quarterback who has to earn his stripes, and yeah. he got up time and time and time again. Is he going to be the best quarterback in the NFL? No, he's not. That's okay. We talk about, like, teams looking for quarterbacks. There's 32 teams in the NFL. I would argue Mm -hmm. that 25 of them every single year are analyzing what the field looks like to potentially upgrade that position, right? So as long as he's in that top 10 in the next three or four years, the Bears are in a good spot, and he has the ability to do it. Can you get the people around him? Can you get the coaching around him? There's a lot that's depending, but I'm telling you, like, what I've seen with him on the field, in between his ears, he's capable. Like, he is absolutely capable.
1: Can I give I, you your transition for the Green Bay Packers? Let's Ooh, do it. Um, yeah. Um, so, in light of Aaron Rodgers getting $50 million a year for the next four years, um, I would just like to say that the last meaningful game that Aaron Rodgers won, um, my starting quarterback was 11 years old. Fact. I'm just saying. It is a fact. fact. This is a fact. This is not this is not Bears biasy. This is fact. fact. This is this, birth fact.
0: This is a fact. I would make the same argument about Russell Wilson going to Denver. been a long time since he's won a real game that's actually fact. mattered or meant something. Um, so this is why Lou, you shouldn't be worried about him being in your division. He's on the back side of that career. Um History. yes, he's got more talent <laughs> around him, but he's on the he's he's playing the back nine uh on on an 18 hole course. So Green Bay Packers, Ben. Fantastic transition. Good news. Not a lot to talk about here up in, mm-hmm. in, in Wisconsin. <laughs> in terms of uh, money they have. None. Yeah. I mean, we're talking yeah. <laughs> about so, – So the so the Rodgers numbers have been, like, officially released yet, right? There's, like, speculation mm-hmm. on it. He even came right. out and was like, that's not the contract, blah, blah, blah. So they haven't been officially released.
1: He, but He's the pretty girl that wants to be told they're pretty. Uh, uh, every, every day of the week. Aaron so Rodgers.
0: Every awesome. day of the week. If you don't Damn. have your looks, he what do you have, right? Like, if I didn't have these – rugged good looks like what do i have <laughs> um so they're they're in the hole almost 46 million right so that literally puts them dead last and a big portion of that is the Devonte adams application of the franchise tag yeah. they're going to work that out that's going to turn into a long term contract that'll come off the books eventually but as where they sit right now heading into free agency they're 45.8 million dollars in the hole i know we say the salary cap is fake these type of numbers are a little bit harder to fabricate than yeah. being like plus or minus $10 million. Yeah, like this is New Orleans Saint territory last year and Atlanta Falcon territory last year where they're like negative like $60, $70, 80000000 million. <laughs> their, their top needs, which is very perplexing, is I'll say it's across the field, but it is wide receiver. It is at on the defense side of the ball, linebacker, offensive line, mm-hmm. they need help. Again, back on the defense side of the ball, edge. They have 24 total um, free agents right now, but the two most important dominoes have fallen. Rodgers is back four years. Devontae Adams back with the franchise tag. Those were priorities, number one and number two for LaFleur and Guttenkurs. That, right. That's what they had to do. But there's a what's crazy to me is because we've all talked about Aaron Rodgers wanted to leave for greener pastures. One last hurrah. And a lot of people would say Green Bay gives him the best chance to get to the coup de gras of the NFL back to the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you here and now that's uh-huh. not actually true, right, when all is said and done. Because they are so far in the hole, and we talk about some of these free agents, there's still a lot of work to be done, there is. and they don't necessarily have the ability to do it, at least in 2022, right, like in going no. into this season. And this is a team that's coming off. They had two consecutive NFC championship losses and then just lost a heartbreaker in a divisional round against the San Francisco 49ers in a game we outside of their first offensive possession did nothing on offense. The guy Literally nothing for you. Literally nothing. Anything. I've, I've watched Aaron Rodgers play a lot of football games. I've been to a lot of green Bay Packer games. I have a cousin who's a diehard Packers fan. I've gone, I've been to Lambeau now multiple times. Yeah. I've never seen this man, this disgusted walking off the field in between like series and things of that nature, where if you were to ask me after that game, I would have, Definitively said that was his last game in Green Bay. Like he's out, he's over. Yeah, it, it's. it's I money. mean, it, it's all. I mean, nobody's gonna. Nobody can pay him what they're paying right. him right now. Anyway, yeah, right.
1: but I don't so think we, anybody should.
0: No, I mean, honestly, if you ask me, he is the best quarterback in the NFL. He is. Regular A, season, talent wise. Regular season. But we'd have the same argument like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Like, how are you going to actually tell me that Peyton Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning? Like, you can't. Like, Peyton Manning was an offensive coordinator in the fucking huddle. You know, Tom Brady just has a much better looking playoff record than anybody else. And that's where that argument is won every single time. So priority free agents. Robert Tunyon is prior. If if Roger and Adams were one and two, Robert Tunyon is absolutely number three. This dude is a quad He is of the mold of George Kittle. He plays a similar brand yeah. of football. He just like last season. He finally was getting in stride, and I then then had to try to figure
1: out I-, I don't draft Packers players. I drafted him.
0: He's a good football player that he takes care of the him.
2: He's not staying
0: there. He's going to go get paid. Somebody's going to pay yeah. him, especially with a thin tight end market right now. Yeah, and they they have to prioritize him. Just don't know if they can. Just don't know if they can. Um. The other for me is Devondre Campbell,
1: dude, yeah. bald, but bald again. In the can they of that. Him?
0: No, they can't. So this That's is the
1: thing for bear as a Bears fan. It's it's mind it's mind boggling as a football fan to see what they're doing and the fact that they can't afford to bring anybody back, let alone go get anybody. But as a Bears fan, it's very very sweet. Yes, we have to put up with Aaron Rodgers a few more years, but to see the money that they're spreading out, they're just. Well, just put in next year, put in next year, put in next year. They're going to dig themselves too deep of a hole to where they're going to financially ruin their team for at least five years at some point.
0: And this is – so this next player is in that same vein. Cornerback Rasul Douglas. That there you go. Off the scrap heap. He just yep. played himself into a, a sizable contract. It's, it is openly discussed how the Not Green Bay Packers were enamored with Stefan Gilmore, but they couldn't get yeah. him, and they brought in Rasul Douglas, who outplayed Stefan Gilmore statistically yeah. and for the year – Homeboy's going to go get paid. Green Bay can't can't afford to pay him. And then the last one for me, priority-wise, is Alan Lazard, um, another wide receiver. I said they need wide receiver help and depth. Like, yeah, like even just that continuity, like him and Rodgers were finally getting a little something going, right? You know, like, like down the stretch of the year. And Devontae Adams is really good. Like really, really, really good. But in this day and age in the NFL, you got to have more than one guy. Got to have more than one guy. You better have a stud tight end or you got to have a second complimentary wide receiver. I'm not saying Alan Lazard is a superstar, but Aaron Rodgers makes you a superstar. And if he trusts you, like, you can't go into the season with Randall fucking Cobb and Amari Rodgers, like, as your compliments to Devontae Adams. Just can't do it. So, cap casualties. I just mentioned how they started free agency in, like, real trouble. (laughs) Yeah, like honestly, so here are the big ones that they're talking about. And this is not me. This is literally coming. Some of this makes sense to me, but this is a lot of this is coming from out of necessity and coming from the talking heads in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Edge rusher Zadarius Smith. He's twenty seven million dollars against the cap this year. He'd save oh. them he he'd save them fifteen point two. Another edge, Preston Smith, saves them twelve point four. I don't see a scenario where they cut both.
1: No, this is, Maybe an, one.
0: Either, this is yeah. an either yeah. or,
2: or scenario. Wasn't Zadarius
1: Smith hurt all last year too? Yeah, uh,
2: it, yeah. It, it is. That. It is going to be Zadarius Smith, and and I'm not trying to throw salt in your wound, Ben. I'm really not trying to be that guy. But having Rashawn Gary come on last year, I think makes uh, Zadarius yeah. Smith, you know, disposable. So he really be nice well, to be,
1: it would be nice to be able to develop players. That would be very nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean that's that's part of the, the part of the, the, the trade here, but it's gonna be one or the other, right? Um it could be both, not likely it's both, because if you literally if you cut both of them, I mean like you're three quarters of the way through that cap number, right? That you need to, to eat up, yeah. but you you can't do that. Yeah, um, Rashawn Gary is a nice piece, but like that leaves literally nothing else, like no yeah. complimentary piece whatsoever. Um, the other one to me is wide receiver Randall Cobb, uh 8.1 yeah. million post June 1 designation. He's gotta go. That, that's no reason to hold on to him. And the final piece is for me is defensive tackle Dean Lowry, 5.95 million post-June one designation. Like these are things that they have to consider. Like Dean Lowry's he's good
2: though. He's a Lowry, good
0: player. He's good. He always flashy, but do they like, have to find play. money. He's good. He's not great. Therefore, this is what they've done to themselves. Yeah, exactly. You like,
1: can't keep. You have to have all stars. You can't keep good players if you're the Green Bay Packers right now. Good's not good enough anymore.
0: It, you. The, I mean, this is what happens when you sell, sell the devil to go thirteen and three, thirteen and three, 14 and three. Like the, that's first just the way exit. it goes. Yeah, and like this is what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they. But this is what's so perplexing to me is like Aaron. Like Aaron's not a dummy. Like let's call it. Like he's a. a He's a very intelligent, articulate individual. How he He's got the mentality. Green Bay Packers
1: organization by the balls, right? Yeah. So is this a He's money so
0: play? Strict. He is a fucking – We're Jordan family, Love, man. When your own family doesn't talk to you and, like, rips you the way that the, his family does, like, there's shit that we don't like. I'm going to go watch a movie
1: away. with my family because they're in a different
0: Beyonce's, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, How many times good,
3: has he
2: been engaged? Good,
0: I mean, <laughs> let's just say that women are crazy, so that's their fault, not his so, fault, right? <laughs> so I, I, I find he's something interesting. Crazy.
2: I find something interesting. He, you know, grew up in this Packer organization where this was done to him. What he's doing to Joy and Love, I find yeah. it remarkable that he's repeating the same behavior as opposed to like, Brett hey, oh, I, I don't at all. Yeah, hey, I don't. I didn't like him when it was get done to me because Brett Favre was not. Uh, you know, a good teammate to Aaron Rodgers, so he's you know. basically repeating the same shitty behavior to Jordan Love. So and uh, being I probably, worse, I can't believe he's actually. Uh, you know, he actually went down that same exact road. Yeah,
1: it's okay, another nice guy. I,
0: I think he's at a point where he's like, I'm just going to screw this organization. You're just going to pay me a lot of money. Like, there's nothing on paper that tells me this is about going to win the Super Bowl. Because I would have
2: no. traded his ass. This I team can't. They should. I would
0: have. Last year, they
1: could have got a ransom back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this team just They're can't stupid. be better than they've been over the last three years. Like, it's just not like, it's not there. Good news is Russell Wilson's out of the NFC, right? Tom Brady's the gone NFC. from the NFC. Like, yeah. NFC sucks. Well, it sucks. becomes a little bit easier to, the, to the division title. Yeah, I mean, it's in
3: you but have here's Aaron the thing. Rogers, when, when, you're, mean, when you're Aaron Rodgers. You
1: if you are indeed getting paid fifty million dollars a year and you get to beat up on the shitty ass Lions, Bears, and Vikings six games out of your season, like that's your competition you're at least going to win five of those. Um, yeah. You're going to be the number one seed. Like, cause, like you just said, Russ is gone. Brady's gone. I don't know who comes next. Maybe Kyler Murray, but we all know how the Arizona Cardinals are in the playoffs. Short They're going to be the top seed. It's not going to matter if they lose in the first round after getting the bye because that city worships the ground that he walks on.
0: Yeah, Except – Never going to change. Fact. So have any of you fact? been to Lambo? Have you, any of you been to Lambo Lam- Lam- before?
1: I have not. All right. So to Milwaukee.
0: when you go to Lambeau, like you can literally like if you don't park in the stadium's parking lot, you can park on people's front yards. They'll like you can literally just throw them like 20 bucks, 40 bucks, and you can park on their <laughs> front like yard to across videos. from the stadium. It's it's very it's it's sick. Like it's an awesome environment. Love it. So I'm the dude whose front yard that I parked on. It was like a random guy who was doing it for a bunch of houses. I come out of the game. I'm on cloud nine. because the 49ers one.
1: Yeah.
0: And I meet the guy who actually owns the house that my vehicle is parked on his front yard and mm. i'm like dude you weren't in the game he's like i fucking hate the packers i was like bro you live across the street from lambo <laughs> field and you hate the packers like you he just charge for the parking dude he's definitely not a shareholder guy, no not this shareholder. guy this guy told me straight up straight up he was like dude i pay my entire mortgage of this house for the entire year just from parking um for home packer games that's so in eight days disgusting. he pays his mortgage eight, for the
3: entire year. Year. he works eight days
1: a year that's absolutely disgusting mortgage
0: sick right i mean he That's, fits 30 that makes me want to go throw line. up right now yeah and, and listen, how much money you know, i'm paying in rent oh i know dude well you live yeah well you guys are in florida you know what i mean yeah. like listen it wouldn't be any better if you were in chicago you know it's a nightmare all right so let's get to like what they can do they have to address the tight end position and i don't think Tunyon's coming back that should be the priority so do you flirt with like evan ingram Maybe, right? But everybody's talking about how he's the wide receiver. Like, you got to get somebody under contract. Somebody competent in yeah. some capacity, right? Like somebody who poses at least an athletic threat. Like, not an actual threat, but like an, from an athleticism standpoint. Then I start thinking about Edge. If Zendarius goes or Preston goes or whatever it is. And the names that come to me are like Melvin Ingram, mm-hmm. right? Like, Melvin Ingram is not the Melvin Ingram that was in L.A. for all of those years. Or he was actually in San Diego for all of those years. But Mel- Melvin Ingram actually had a good little stretch there at the end of the year with the Kansas City Chiefs in spot. Like this is what the type of people that they're going to look at: Justin Houston, Justin Houston, Jerry Hughes. Like these are guys that are going to be in the conversation that are in the latter part of their career that not are not going to cost a lot of money, but can be serviceable. When I think about that same concept from like the linebacker position, if if Campbell's gone, like is it Dante Hightower? Is it Leighton Vander Esch? Like, these are the types of contracts that they have to entertain based on what their cap scenario is right now. Like, wide receiver, like, they, they, they don't have a shot at any of the big names. They can't bring in, I mean, no. they can't even afford Christian Kirk. They can't even afford DJ Chark. Like, they can't, they can't afford, afford these guys. the guys that they have. Yeah. Like, so to me, like, Emmanuel Sanders is somebody that I think Aaron Rodgers would love. Like, who's more reliable at the end of the day than Emmanuel Sanders, right? He's 35 years old, it's not a huge contract. Somebody a, vet, a savvy vet like that
2: Rogers would eat up. Would he? Love would. he loves it. Randall
1: Cobb. Yeah, so like
2: Antonio Brown. Nah, please, nah. please. In Wisconsin, please. dude. Not in Wisconsin.
1: I want to see what kind of messed up antics he'd have there.
0: Bro, they'll hang him in Wisconsin. They don't play that shit, bro. Like these are these after are, that these, game. Are, these are farm no, country those. boys. Yeah. They'll come yeah, get those. you, dude.
1: That's
0: <laughs>
3: The biggest uh, scam in football is the, uh, is the stock share that they, that they sell, which is
0: probably what they're paying Aaron Rodgers' contract with.
3: This is why there when is I do my state power rankings, ahead.
1: Wisconsin's 50. Yeah. 50 out of 50.
0: So, Scott, you bring up a good point. So the first game that I ever went to in Lambeau was a, a 49er Packer playoff game, and this was like Colin Kaepernick era. So this is the 2013 year where we lost to Seattle in the NFC Championship. I, on a whim – was I read an article about how this, the shareholders were at odds with the, the board and they were talking about blacking out the game in the local network. And I was like, oh, that's a problem. That's a playoff game. Went and like, just like did some research, looked at ticket prices. Dude, I sat on the 49 yard line behind the 49ers bench, two rows back, and I paid $125 a ticket. For that playoff game.
1: Oh wow. This
0: this divisional game that I went to d- this past year, it was my seats weren't nearly as good, and it was five hundred dollars a seat. Wow. Just wow. to put it into perspective, right? So like it is a scheme that this is like a Ponzi scheme they're running on their fans. Like I, hey, that, like, doesn't, you know,
1: that doesn't surprise me, knowing the Green Bay Packers.
0: Yeah. But Stops. so final piece here, and let's get the hell out of here. Let's get to Minnesota. Please. Um but so no one line. ever, <laughs> yeah. Said no one ever. But offensive line like Bakhtiari is the is the the linchpin here. Like Green Bay's O line is not like terrible, They're but it, it definitely could They're be better. Alvin
2: Jenkins, they got uh, the, the rookie from Ohio State.
0: But Bakhtiari is the is is the, is the the name to watch here. Like, what's his health look like? What is that going right. to look like moving forward? Like, clearly he was rushed back and wasn't his same self. Like in the in the playoff game, um, but. Th- if we were talking about the draft, this is where we would talk about the draft for the green Bay Packers is they're just going to have to draft. O line depth is like what it yeah. comes down to because there's nobody else in free agency that, <clears throat>
1: then that they, they can, can even,
0: them. yeah. Is that they can even like flirt with like right now they are literally on paper are going to struggle to make a 53 uh, in this day and age, a 65 man roster, right. Yeah. When all said and done, cause you get the extra practice squad players and then sign yep. your draft class. Like it's going to be an issue. So this again, <laughs> Is where the rub lies, because it's like, I thought Aaron wanted to go go win one more before he hung it up. The last. Thing. But newsflash, Packer fans, like you, I I, I see no path. No, they were the best team in the NFC last year. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close, in my opinion. Yeah. Like that should have been the year. Didn't get it done. This year is going to be a much difficult slate. Much more difficult slate. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. All right. Let's go to the Vikings, the Kirk Cousin-led Vikings. Ooh, I'm talk 45 about a million. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, about don't steal my <laughs> thunder.
2: Don't steal my <laughs> thunder. Uh, yeah, so the Minnesota Vikings, um, they're, in, they're in serious uh, issues. Their cap spaces are $15 million over, which ranks them 29th in the league. Uh, looking at their top needs, it was crazy. I was looking at, uh, what is it, uh, our lads, and basically I was dumbfounded by looking at this defense, no longer is this that vaunted defense from Mike Zimmer in the years past that those defense were stacked. This defense is an aging old defense that there's going to, this is going to be the beginning of a transition for them. And they don't even have any pieces really, in my opinion, outside Justin Jefferson and Dalvin cook that can help them during this transition. This is going this is just the start of something that's going to be really painful for them. Looking at their top needs. I see interior defensive line, Edge linebacker, cornerback, safety. I just named every level of a defense right there, so that's a problem because that, that the yeah. Minnesota Vikings are, are pretty much you know built on the, those strong defenses. <clears throat> so, some priority free agents, uh, free agents. Anthony Barr, I'm a huge Anthony Barr fan. That being said, I always felt like he got drafted to the wrong team. I always felt like he should have been a 3-4 outside linebacker, and they used him as a Sam uh, Sam linebacker. I was never a fan of that. Uh, he's getting up there in age. They have been asking him to do things they physically can no longer do when it comes to dropping in coverage. So I feel like uh, they do look to, you know, to get younger and cheaper you know, at the linebacker position from Anthony Barr. Patrick Peterson, that was a bust signing. That was uh, pretty much because a team that used to be loaded at cornerback position no longer had cornerback position, so they just fell in love with the name, and yep. he was pretty awful last year. Yep. Another cornerback uh, that's up for free agency, Mackenzie Alexander. Uh, I don't think they're going to, uh, you know, uh, look for his services anymore. And then Xavier Woods is their free safety. Uh, I think once again, uh, that's something I think they can entertain because he was he was mediocre. But when you're fifteen million dollars over the cap, you're going to mm-hmm. be starting some mediocre players. But if you notice, I just I just said three starters when it comes to their secondary. So yeah. they do definitely some help uh, in that back end of that defense. So some possible possible cap casualties. Ben, you said it right, 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 one hundred percent right. The elf in the room is that Kirk Cousins number. It counts for forty-five million dollars in cap That's fees. brutal. And there is absolutely nothing in this world they can do. Uh, they are eating it, and they they're just told that they have to like it. Uh, yeah, that's fans that.
3: They they yeah. love Kirk Cousins,
2: but there's nothing. But there's nothing that the Vikings can do if they trade him away. That's all dead money. Yep. Like, hey, but uh, they
1: almost had Jim Harbaugh. They almost <laughs> had Jim Harbaugh.
2: Hey,
3: hey, you want to hear a funny fact about Mackenzie Alexander? Oh, he uh, he played high school down here in Immokalee, um, uh, and he was teammates with uh, Darius Johnson. And uh, my senior year, I was uh, talking a little smack to Mackenzie Alexander. Um, and he called me a little white boy and I
2: didn't
1: talk to him after that. <laughs> he like,
2: didn't he did talk to him after, after that. that. He, he like so Scott,
1: Alexander
2: disavowed. So yeah, Scott, I mean, what we're obviously going to do is tag Mackenzie Alexander in this video and say, yeah. he's no longer a little white boy. He's a big yeah. white boy.
0: He's, he's a grown, grown man right. now, man. Yeah,
3: right? <laughs> this is he where like, he went. Um, I think it was like, he, co- he like decommitted from like Alabama and then like went to Clemson. Um, but it was like the day that he like decommitted from, I think, I think it was Bama. And, uh, one of our wide receivers just put him on skates and he like came over to our sidelines, like, cause the play was there. And I was like, "Woo, look like you didn't even got an offer from Alabama. You didn't have to decommit. He's like, Hey, shut up. Little white boy. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> he taunted yeah, you.
1: Sorry, he taunted her. you. Did he yeah, stare sure. at you? Did he stare right. at you? Oh, That's yeah. oh yeah, it's a flag. Fifteen yards.
2: And yeah, he got unnecessary you. roughness too. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. And he got. And he got way more
1: money than I do. <laughs> Ouch. So joke was on me. Yeah. Yeah. Joke was
2: on me. <laughs> Usually is on us. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking on you know on them is uh they're gonna the the Minnesota Vikings are gonna have to make some tough decisions and you're gonna a lot of these names are the staple of this defense over the last three or four years you're gonna be hearing but I don't see a way they really uh you know they don't they try to get in the back in the in the green when it comes to the salary cap without making some of these moves. Daniil Hunter, his name has been floating around. He's still really young, he's still really good. His name has been floating around for a while in, tra- in, in uh, trade talks. I do feel like they'll either cut him or trade him. If they do cut him post June, he'll have a dead money hit of $6 million, cap savings of $20 million. So right then and there puts them in the net at five plus million dollars if they they trade away Daniil Hunter. Uh, It's going to be hard because we're not talking about the draft once again, but this is a heavily uh, edge uh, focused draft. There's a lot of edge rushers in the first three rounds. So it's always harder to trade away a player that's expensive and where you can get someone cheaper, you know, in the draft. Michael Pierce, 29 year old defensive tackle post June first cut. They can, they can uh, save $8.5 million, uh, with only a dead money hit of 1.9. Eric Kendricks, love Eric Kendricks. He's very, I think he's one of the most underrated linebackers out there with Demario Davis. But guess what? He's getting up there in age two. He's 30 years old. He's off the ball linebacker. Uh, I think they can do, they can probably go through the draft and get someone cheaper. Uh, his cap savings will be $9.5 million with a cut and post June 1st. Here's a little shocker. Uh, I think this is someone I, would really do and I think it might be a little controversial. Adam Thielen, injury history, 31 years old, post June first cut, can save him Mm 12.6 million dollars. Only a dead money hit of four point three. Get younger, get more dynamic. I mean they do have
1: Justin Jefferson, so it's like why not go get a cheaper number two, you know? And you
2: know what? Osborne flashed too last year. So he looked good. So you think about they can use a second round pick in the draft, or get someone cheaper, you know, in a free agency, than, uh, than a 31 year old Adam Thielen. I don't think his best football is I'll ahead of him anymore. I'll take Adam Thielen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could go for a season of Adam Thielen.
1: <laughs> right now, I got Darnell Mooney. That's it, wow. and no defense. <laughs> no defense.
2: So, uh, some free agent targets. Uh, if they do part ways with Hunter, they're going to have to address the edge position. Uh, they can do that via the draft, and they can do it through some cheaper ways in free agency. Some names to be in the lookout uh, to replace uh, Hunter uh, Randy Gregory. We yeah. said Derek Barnett. Now uh, Derek Barnett is not flashy. His his, he is a, his ceiling is not really high. He's never had I think more like what six sacks in a season tops, but his he has a high floor, and he provides he does provide some consistency. Yeah. So Derek Barnett is actually a name. I can see going out there to Minnesota mm-hmm. or how about Dante Fowler or, or Charles Harris? These are guys sure. who are not going to break the yeah. bank, but you know, they're looking to get starter money, albeit low starter money. Uh, but I think those are names that can obviously be cheaper than Hunter and still provide some type of production on the edge position. Cause they have another guy, I think Wanham who was, who, who flashed really well last year too. Had a couple of three sack games. Uh, cornerback position. Like I said, the Peterson signing was awful. It was a bust. I can picture them once again. And you know, was imitation is, is the best form of flattery. A lot of these teams, I feel like, are going to start emulating what uh the Cincinnati Bengals did and get a lot of value signs in the back end, and it really worked out for them. So why not uh, your Stephen Nelsons, your Travarius Ward, your Rasul Douglases? Those are all names that I uh, can uh, that are looking for starter money, but won't break the bank. <clears throat> okay, so at uh, the linebacker position, you know, we I uh, Ted said if they do walk away from Hendricks, uh Kendricks, they're gonna have to get cheaper. And, you know, uh Alexander Johnson from Denver would be a good target for him. He's coming off a peck injury, but before they played really well for Denver. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about him. Uh in 2020 he had 124 tackles and in 2019 he had 93 tackles. Uh being that he's coming off an injury, the pec injury, and he's also 30 years old, I don't think he's going to cost too much at all, and I think that would be a great uh, replacement for uh, Kendricks. Other names to look for, Leighton Vanderesh. Uh, he's an up-and-down career, started off hot, but it's cooled off as of late. And Kazir White might be a little too pricey for them, but if, if you do follow the Chargers, he was all over the field uh, last year, and he had his best year. He's a converted safety from West Virginia, and when they finally moved him to the box, because he you know does he's not the best of coverage, but when they finally moved him into the box, uh, he, he he really flashed a lot last year. He's one of their better players on that defensive side of the ball. So that could be another uh, a player to look out for there in Minnesota.
0: The Minnesota Vikings. They're,
2: they're, a, t- they're a team in purgatory, it looks in like. Yeah. yeah. They don't know if they want to so be a Vikings base. So this, this
0: – after just going through like Green Bay scenario, I mean – the elf in the room is like Aaron Rodgers makes them win the division, but I can't help, but go back to Scott's earlier comment about like, was the trade of Cleo Mack reactionary to Aaron Rodgers staying? Cause all of a sudden I'm looking at this and like, God damn, this is a fucking winnable division. Like, you yeah, know, exactly. and, you know like, think holy idea. shit. <laughs> I feel like it be a coin flip. Yeah. But I, I, I think the, what tips the scales is Aaron Rodgers, right? Like that, like literally tips the scales, but if he's no longer in this division, like go ahead, shy town, like load up <laughs> and like, you got a shot because Kirk cousins is a, has moments, right? He like he—he moment. he has time moments time. where where he is worthy. Listen, I, those
2: wouldn't... moments are usually during the day and not yes. at night. <laughs> yeah, one o'clock. As games. long as we
0: play one o'clock games, bro, like you're hey, all good.
1: Never forget, he was the reason that we got moved to prime time. Kirk Cousins was. <laughs> never forget. That <laughs> was a terrible game. It was probably one of the worst games I've ever watched.
0: He's not, not for a me. He's not a good primetime quarterback. We know that Monday's Monday night record is like
1: abysmal. I think he's like 0-10
3: or something. Yeah,
0: it's something bad. But, like, dude, he's got those moments. And, like, I mean, listen, Kyle Shanahan groomed this guy, right? So when yeah. we were in, like, quarterback limbo, mm-hmm. I'm documenting. I'm like, fuck it. Like, go get him. You know what I mean? Like, go get this guy. Knows the offense, does whatever. Like, he's an upgrade to to what's going on. Um, But then I kind of like chuckled to myself and I'm like, eh, maybe that wasn't the move, right? Like I'll roll with this Trey Lance guy and see how far we go with that. But let's end the way that everybody in the world wants to end. And that's covering the Detroit
3: Lions.
1: Check your kneecaps. I still have both. I still have both of them. I have two.
0: So Lou will tell you over the season, I secretly became this like Detroit Lions fan, right? Where like me for too. like three weeks in a row, I'm like, they are winning this week, take it to the bank. And I was selling <laughs> them harder. I have a, I have a good, good buddy of mine, a dear friend who is a diehard Detroit Lions fan. He's I from Detroit. Lions. He's I, I yeah. Me too. Against them. um, like no, have, I'm like, I'm getting
3: a, with them. <laughs> I, was, <clears throat> I was, I was, I was trying to manifest it.
0: They have glimmers of hope. Right. But like, here's the reality. They're 26, they have 26.5 million dollars in cap space. They're actually 10th overall in the NFL. Envious. But they're still writing this ship. Like fans have no expectations. The team has no expectations right now. Like they know there's a long tail to this rebuild, but on paper, they have assets to do that, right? Like they have a couple foundational players in some spots. They have a lot of draft capital coming up. Um, that they're going to be able to leverage. We just talked about how the NFC North is like there's a changing of the guard, right? Like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers there. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers there for four more years. But, like, this dude is 38 years old. Like, he's my – you know what I mean? Like, can he play at Tom Brady level? Like, I mean, I've only seen Tom Brady play at that level post-40. Like, we don't know what that – so there's opportunity here. They're going to, there's another year of a bridge quarterback and, and Jared Goff. So again, limited expectations, yeah. top needs, everything that's addressable right now. And realistic wide receiver, cornerback and, and offensive guard. I feel like they have a well, question.
1: 30, if yeah. they, if we were talking about the draft, which we're not, do you think that they pick, take one at 32? Cause they have two first round picks this year.
0: Who yeah. I, I think, I
2: think, I think, do
0: you think that they prudent? would take someone a quarterback quarterback. That's prudent. I think hold that's on, hold,
2: guys. Hold on. We're not gonna talk about the draft, but I gotta I uh, need you to pin whatever you want to do. Record this, whatever. They are taking a quarterback with their with the first first round pick, and his name like is like number be, one, number it, two overall, and it will be Willis. I'm, watch.
0: No, that's not prudent. That'll get Dan Campbell walked out. Clip of that, that
2: clip that clip that, that. clip that, that, that at the minute a- mark Willis to the I'll I'll post it. I'm the I'm the one who does the post it. Willis we'll yes, yeah. to the Lions. Okay. All
0: right.
2: I'm, I'm, I just Scott, but this just shows him. you how just important that, that position man, is, too. right? Wesley, Wesley, <laughs> let them let them know how good I am with my drafts. By the way, my mom he is drafts. a
0: very he is very good. In I got my like drafts fifteen
2: life. or sixteen right last year in the first. I one. mean, I can
3: I can see you know not wanting to talk that draft. I. You know, people <laughs> love to fall in love with cult quarterbacks like right before the draft. Like, yeah. I mean, Zach Wilson wasn't supposed to go number two overall, so obviously sure wasn't supposed to go yeah. number two
1: overall.
2: Quarterbacks always go early in the draft, and not only that, I saw Dan Campbell look at Willis at the Senior Bowl and Senior Bowl practices, and it's the same exact what way I love? look at. It's the same as that way I look at a double cheeseburger with extra bacon on it. I'm yeah. telling you, man, oh. it, it, the look in his eyes—he's like, so "I cheesy. want that." So. Wow.
0: And I don't doubt that. What I think is more prudent is you take the thirty-second pick and you take one of your second-round picks, another and quarterback, to, and try to no, yeah, take just, two. Just, just draft seven quarterbacks. Like one of them next, will work out. Yes, one of them. I mean, math would say that one of them has to work out. Um, but if they don't take one at number two overall, which would be, I, in my opinion, foolish. There's not a single one of them that's worthy of the number two pick. If you want to take Malik Willis, trade out a number two. Trade out. Let it's a lineman and edge rusher trade back to 7 10 12 15 it makes it a little bit more justifiable but if they're sitting at 32 and Pickett's still there matt Corral's still there like they're gonna roll the dice dude like you have to that's the prudent thing to do but right now they have 35 total free agents i don't think they really care about any of them (sighs) right right like they need camp bodies again there's minimum expectations if i had to label a couple that they might care about to be to (laughs) try to win some football games yeah Maybe wide receiver Josh Reynolds, his familiarity with golf when he was healthy at the end of the year played well. Uh, edge rusher Charles Harris led the team in sacks last year, eight sacks. Still only twenty-seven years old. Foundational pieces that we're talking about here. They have the money to bring them back.
1: Maybe Shout safety three on St. Brown. Yeah, dude, saved my fantasy season. Bro. Won me two fifty.
0: Bro, we talked about Amon so during the season, one of our part of our segments are talking about. I think for the last seven weeks. I'm St. Brown came out at least one of our mouths every single time about he like, have start. to play this guy, have to play this guy. Like he hit his yeah. stride, balled Try out. Kings, baby. Dude, speaking of wide receiver though, the other one, Khalif Raymond. I think there's an opportunity to bring him back. He was third on the team in receiving yep. last year. He had like 70 plus targets, 27, still serviceable and not going to cost mm-hmm. you a lot of money to field the team right now and have some continuity. If I was looking at cap casualties, like, There really isn't a lot here that's actually that obvious. A young team, insignificant contracts. You just Mm -hmm. paid trade flowers, like a bunch of money. You're not just going to go cut him, like one of those foundational pieces. They have cap space. What are they going to do? They're they're not going to be aggressive in free agency. They're going to take the existing cap space, and they're going to parlay that into even more cap space next year when they can be much more aggressive. The prudent thing to do. If I had to pick, if I had to split hairs here, there's two names that pop out to me. Right guard, Hala Pulavate Viate. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, yep. but he's right. a seven million post June one. It's Vitai. Uh, right?
2: What's that? Yeah, Vitai. Yeah, Vitae. Vitae. Yeah,
0: Vitai. Yeah. Yeah, but the bigger thing here is mm-hmm. the nine and a half million per year over the 2023-2024 season that they can get out of the contract. So that's a long tail savings he's the 29 year old guard like replaceable the other one's jamal williams i know he was like a little prize free agency signing last year um swift back stays healthy the emergence of like craig reynolds who was like a fantasy beast for like three weeks in a row last year even their obsession with 22 year old jamar jefferson that makes williams expendable and that's three million dollars in savings a couple bucks like three million three million Helps you sign your draft class and not touch your cap space right now. Like, exactly prudent mm-hmm. decisions, priority or target free agents. I just said the problem is like they have cap space, but doesn't mean they're going to be aggressive. No one wants to go, they want to go get top. Exactly. They're exactly. going to have to overpay.
3: No one
1: wa- who not wants yet. to play with Jared Goff, the old Browns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, overpay. and, what and if you're Dan Campbell, you're like, I don't have to overpay. My job's not on the line. Right. Like, I have a six-year contract and I'm entering year two. Like, let's just be patient for a second. And this is not a preferred destination. Like, there is no point, for example, to spend money on the likes of Allen Robinson just to sign him. Who's, like, hitting twilight point of his career. Like, no point. There's literally no point in that whatsoever. He's going to want a multi-year deal. You're going to have to pay him a bunch of money. He's just coming off consecutive franchise tags. Bad contract. With bad bad quarterbacks. He's going to want to
1: go play for, like... He would yeah. be someone that would want to go play with like an Aaron Rodgers or yeah. Russell Wilson or a Justin Herbert or anything. Here's what they Not have a... to.
0: No, agreed. And here's what they have to do: they have to find one or two. This is what I mentioned to you earlier, Ben, about the Bears of those like younger, budding players that have some potential that haven't hit superstar <laughs> levels just yet, and convince them that you want to be here in two years. You want to be here in three years. We're going to write this ship. This division's going to become winnable. So when I think of, like, addressable positions that they could do right now, if I'm thinking about the wide receiver position, Michael Gallup feels like a good name, right, who's been worried about Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and even mm. Dalton Schultz stealing some of his things. He's not the top of the market. He's certainly not the bottom of the market. He's younger. He's coming off an ACL. And you can basically – I know Amaron's number one, but you can sell Gallup like, yo, you'll get number one targets. You'll yeah. get more than you got. Out in in Dallas, right? Like DJ Chark, another one. Come revitalize your career. Let's not forget Chark is fucking 6'4 and runs like a a 4340, right? Like he's like he's attractive and someone against not gonna command a lot of money when I think about the offensive line, younger pieces, like an Andrew Norwell kind of comes to mind, right? It's like the one thing I feel like Jacksonville's done right lately. He's 30. But that's pretty young for an offensive lineman who's coming into their own. And he could be one of those, like, two- to three-year-type contracts that could be a foundational piece to buy time. But to me, this is the biggest one. Cornerback. I think they should be all in on Darius Williams from the Rams. Like, all in. If you want to go overpay for somebody this offseason, this is the guy that I'm going to go overpay for. Younger, I think he's a – got three to four good years left in him that could be part of this rebuild on the back end and he's going to take some lumps like you play in detroit you're going against aaron Rodgers like twice a year like you're gonna take some lumps but i think he's built of that and these are the types of foundational pieces that i think they should add to the team are they going to sign people of course they will they have to field a 53 man or you know a 65 man total roster you know, 43, 46, you know, on game day, like you have to do that to, to at least play in the game. And nobody wants to just put out some bullshit product. Like you got to have, but the most of the people that they're going to sign this off season are going to be people that you and I never heard of. Ben might know them because there's probably going to be a lot of in division swaps, right? People yeah. Are familiar with one another going back and forth, but I won't know who some of these guys are. I'm but not going to per- know
1: who some of these guys are. If yeah, <laughs> like, who the hell is that guy? It's going to be me on this. We-
0: If we were talking about the draft because we don't talk about the draft, that's where the Lions' front office attention is right now, plus or minus one or two guys that I think they can go convinced to be here for four to five years to be that foundational piece, which makes them intriguing to me, right, because I want to see what those foundational pieces are. But they're in the same boat. They're not winning a division. They're not going to the playoffs. They know what what the score is. They know what's up, and they know that if they win like – Four or five games. What's crazy, though, dude, is I know, like, record says they didn't play that well last year. They were in a lot of close games. A lot of close games that could have gone either way, which you got to like because it's like there's fight in this team, right? Like, listen, at the end of the day, as fans, we say these teams suck. They're going to mail it in this year. The reality is players don't do that, right? Like, they're all playing for contracts. They're all playing for livelihoods. They're all playing, Uh and they're – you don't get to the NFL without being uber competitive. You just don't get there. Right. Like you yeah. just you, I don't care how talented you are, you have to have that competitive streak about you as well to even be at this level. I mean, this is the upper echelon of athletes in the world when all said and done. So I mean, nobody wants to end on the Detroit Lions the way that we did, but I certainly didn't want to make Ben wait all the way to the end to hash out the the, the That's Bears. Fair. To, That's um, fair. I mean, got, I'll just say this
2: one quick thing. You were talking yeah, about the you know next year will, you know will be the year to attract free agents. And what's better way to attract a free agent than getting a stud, uh you know rookie quarterback in Willis? I'm telling you, man, market. All right. And then hey. another
1: one at thirty-two. So that and way um, you can let the team vote. Let the yeah, team yeah. pick their captain.
3: No, there's the, I'm not even joking. The Browns fans really wanted us when we had one and four and took Baker and Denzel. There was actually people advocating for us to pick two quarterbacks at one and four and have them duke it out like legit fans thinking that that was a good strategy and that it was like a legit question that they but who did
1: they want to
3: do it Oh, they, 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 they just picked they should take two out of the the, the oh. top four like so here, Baker and Allen or Rosen and uh, Darnold like mix and match so,
2: so
0: we know that's not a good idea but when you really boil it down like okay All first round picks don't pan out. We know that, right? Like there's more busts than there are actually like budding prospects. And Denzel Ward is a really good football player. So like that worked out, like he's a really good football player. So that worked out, but there are worse scenarios to be in than drafting. Like, think about what your overall cap hit is just by having, you know, picking a quarterback at one and four it's still use it's still probably less than having a veteran quarterback and a rookie quarterback against like your cat number you know yeah. what i mean so like yeah. it's not it's not a good idea right like to waste draft capital that way but like strategically speaking it's not the worst idea mm-hmm. i've ever heard in my entire life but Nobody would do that. Like, no Nobody. sound general manager would ever actually would do, do, do that. Ryan Pace would do it. Yeah, That's no. We'd just
3: rather draft like uh, Justin Gilbert and Johnny Manziel in the same draft.
0: Yeah, true. And Brandon Weeden and Brandon Whedon, and yeah, some and Brandon other... Wheaton, Trent Richardson.
3: No, we can go yeah. all along. We keep going. Hey, at least right you
2: got a draft. first round for Richardson. <laughs> uh, this is one.
3: steel. Yeah, I got. From cool my parents bought me a Trent Richardson jersey about two months before that trade, so that was. Uh, that was and and lot. that
0: it was Andy, right? Who threw you the first one? Yeah, games? Andy threw us the yeah. first round. Yep.
1: You know, was right. going to was waste
0: So, fellas, first and foremost, this has been a this has been a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed yourself. It's we went almost Congrats like two and a half hours. It means that uh, we did some some good stuff. This is your time to shine. Uh Tell our listeners where they can find you. What, what you guys what you guys typically cover? Give us a quick overview of that pod. Shout yourself out, and we'll wrap up here.
1: Ben, this is you. Go, this is all of you. you. Okay. Well, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. I love Twitter. My Twitter hashtag, not hashtag, my Twitter at sign. It's after midnight. Okay. Words are hard. My at sign is on the screen. Scott's screen is on the at. You know what I'm trying to say. But (laughs) we are on Twitter. BS show 2020. I think Facebook is BS show 2021. I don't know why I did that. I think that Facebook made me change it because of course they did. But we post a lot of things about football during football season. Now that baseball season is back, it's after 12 o'clock in the morning. It is technically the first day of spring training. So we will be posting a lot of baseball stuff. Um, These are just exciting times. I actually have a road trip up to Chicago for this upcoming week. There will be some Wrigley Field content dropping on Keeping Up With the BS. So a lot of exciting things coming up here in the month of March. A lot of uh, March madness. Say that when you're really tired five times fast. A lot of March Madness bets, lock them in. We're gonna, you're gonna win your tournament with, pool with us. You'll win your tournament pool.
3: I need all the help. A lot of uh, Ben hits a lot of movie reviews, a lot of Marvel yes, stuff. It's true. Uh, I like oh, I like it, to ben? do uh, hard seltzer reviews. So if you need any alcohol tried, uh, that's that's what I like to do. So.
0: All right, well, so that's Ben and Scott from the Keeping Up with the BS podcast. Lou, as you always do, tell everybody where they can find us, and we'll wrap it up, my friend.
2: Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WTF Pod NFL. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Don't mean to steal your thunder. We're trying to get to 500 uh, 500 subscribers. So Weston takes me out to a nice fancy steak dinner.
1: I did. That deserves five hundred. I
0: did. We will share that. I'm a a big guy, man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll get you there. That's gonna cost me a pretty penny. Uh, I might starve myself and just watch Lou eat for the uh, for the dinner. (laughs) But I did. (laughs) <laughs> I did I, I did make that, that promise to him, and I will hold up my end of the bargain. What are you but, at right now? Uh, dude, I don't even know. We don't we're, talk, we're, talk we're about the, talk the draft about or our subscribers. Yeah, we, we okay, we're going to get you there. We're going
1: to get you there.
2: <laughs> but uh, We're about ben 500 Scott. short now. I'm kidding. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> ben Scott, we appreciate you, man, more than you guys <laughs> know. Nice. Again, Thank we're the we're Talking us. Football podcast, and, and we'll, we'll catch up again when we cover the AFC. NFC East is next in order for, for Lou and I. Have a great evening, all. Don't hang...